Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 512 for the week of August 24th, 2019. I'm your host, Chris Privateer, here to bring you some RPG casting, casting of RPGs. Uh, literally, here, look. Uh, look on the stream. There's an RPG being cast. You can watch the stream live every week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash twitch. No, that's not true at all. Twitch.tv slash rpgamer, right? That is an RPG, all right. That's Kelly Ryan. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi. Also joining us, Josh Carpenter. No, he's not. He's the one who's not joining us. <laughs> yes. Jonathan Stringer's joining us. The other J. I am, I am here. The Hi. other J. Yeah. Peter Thomas is here. Hi. Uh, Alex. Uh, uh, Fuller. Fuller. English dude. How do you not know yeah, like, the name I don't of our know. editor? I, I just blanked. It's been a I while. literally <laughs> just blanked. You're like, you're one to talk, Miss Good with Names. <laughs> yeah, you because you're so good at them. I'm pausing this back up here. Uh, I'm missing someone. Oh, Anna Marie. Hi. 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 Is that it? Um, did we miss anybody? Did I miss someone? Yeah, me. Who are you? Your inner child. Oh, what's your problem? Chris. I'm tired and I want to go away. You need to grow up. Oh, okay. Chris, I'm yeah. gonna find your inner child and kick its little ass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell us what you've been playing, Kelly. Um, the Dragon Quest. Demo. Oh, Dragon Quest. All right, tell me, is the music better? Oh, yeah. The, oh. This demo kind of made me mad that yeah. I wasn't patient and waited for this version of the game because it is a much better version of the game. Oh. Uh, the, the music is better. Um, I think that it has faster battles. Yeah, so there's a, a third oh, yeah. speed-up option. Ultra okay, yeah. Yeah, because they put it on super fast, and, you know, the hero is beating up slimes at a lightning pace. And, yeah, the, the music is just gorgeous. And when it first kicked into the battle theme and did the fully orchestrated battle theme, I was like, yeah, this is what the original one was missing. I'm I'm disappointed that the demo doesn't have 2D mode, though. Yeah, I mean, they need to keep something out, I guess. Because I, uh, I want the reason why I want to replay through it is to play through 2D mode, and I guess you can switch it any time. But at the beginning, it's like it lets you choose, and like not not available in this version, but will be available in the full retail version. I feel like, like the oh. 2D mode looks kind of gross, like a DS 2D mode what? rather than a good. That's kind of the point. Uh, all right. I never um, liked the way they looked on DS. That's just me. Oh, I I loved how they looked on DS. I I actually kind of like those versions better than the iPhone version or the. Well, they look the same uh, on the iPhone to me. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Dragon Quest. It, it feels like a much more polished Dragon Quest experience. Um, I didn't play very far. I think I only got through to like the first angel statue, and I don't know how far you can get. Entire prologue, whatever the Entire prologue, prologue count says. They said it's uh, getting all four characters to start with, or something. Oh wow, that's a long time. Yeah, I, I maybe three to ten hours is what is being estimated. But that I, is a ton. When I say 
the thing is, I recall it taking longer than that to get all those characters. So, I well, I know that once, right? So, well, oh yeah, I know that the stuff where you uh, break out of jail and get Edward is a pretty huge. Er, is his name Edward? No. Er, is it Eric? Eric. Yeah, Eric. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah, you're that playing takes forever. Fantasy. Yeah. Like, yeah, that whole sequence is long. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But so whatever. I guess they're. I, I don't know. I spent more than ten hours doing all that. That's my. I, I'm happy <laughs> that the. I'm happy that the progress carries over because my God, I couldn't imagine doing that all over again. Yeah. When's the game out? Um, September twenty seventh. That seems to be more frequent. The playing a demo that leads into the main game. I like it when demos do that. I mean, yeah, it I... kind of is the only thing that makes sense for RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what sold me on uh, Monster Hunter stories was that it ends at a point, at the kind of a cliffhanger point, and is like, want to see more by the game. And I'm like, okay, because I need to see what happens after this. Yeah, Octopath didn't do it, though, I don't think. No. Yeah, but, uh, what do you mean? You so Octopath's demo, no. Oh, you just got something. So, they, had, yeah. they had two demos, and, uh, and both of them were just standalones, yeah. sort oh. of. And you got an item or something from doing it, or no? Did you get anything? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So like the uh, the, 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 the line, uh, Flying Fairy and um, Bravely Default games, they had demos that you got bonuses for playing, right? Yeah. And this is the and, same team, and then they didn't do the bonuses for playing again? That lame. That's um, lame. Yeah, I don't remember what you got. See, I thought that the second Bravely Default, um, or Bravely Second, it was like a completely separate story from the actual story yeah, where you were playing as the three yeah. Cavaliers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Which is kind of nice. See, I was frustrated that the first Dragon Quest Builders demo didn't carry over because that was the whole tutorial, and I hate having to play tutorials again. Um, ro- rolling into that, I rolled credits on Fire Emblem Heroes. Or no, Fire Emblem <laughs> Three Houses. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> See what you did to me? Uh, no, I, ro- I rolled credits and started a new game plus, and it puts you through the tutorial again, and that's very frustrating. Yeah, Ouch. so um, I'm also back on the bullcrap, because <laughs> yeah. I just restarted three houses this week. Um, did you find the ending to be kind of, the, the lead up to be kind of underwhelming? I can take my headphones off if you guys want to. No, no, I'm being it's vague fine. On purpose. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be fairly vague, because we don't want to spoil right. anybody that's listening either. Um, no. so the thing is, is, uh, the ending I feel is unsatisfying because you don't have the whole story yet. Ah, uh. because Chris and I have been comparing the things that each of us have discovered and realizing that there are like really important plot beats that each of us never even heard of. I'm deciding I like that less and less as I play more and more because I don't want to play this game four times. I thought I was going to want to play this game until I died, but really I don't. And it's like, I just want one storyline that I can invest myself in fully and get all the story details and be done with it. Nope. Yeah. And I wasn't very happy that you have to spend renown to have stuff carry over. And why can't stuff just carry over naturally? I, Cause I spent all this time building up all these skills and now I have to grind renown just to bring them, bring them over. And I managed to get to professor level a plus and 
because of my renown in the second playthrough, I could only like raise it up to B. Oh, I did B plus. Yeah, which which is kind of annoying. And also yeah, that the run is up... not optimal. I will certainly agree on that. Mm-hmm. And also the run up to the end, it's like, hey, these are the two final battles, and like you said, um, there's two battles before you get to pick your waifu at the end, so you can't even really save scum that so that you could see the different outcomes. Correct. Because I, I had like that. I had Set Setus, Alois, and who was the third one? Hanuman. As my S ranks, and I picked Alois, and he ended up friend friend zoning me at the end. Yep, he so, totally friend zones you. Cause... So I wanted to see what the other two was, but then uh, I realized he does that have I... a wife and daughter. Yeah, I didn't why, know that. Why did time. you try and marry him? <laughs> she didn't pay attention to the dialogue and missed that he oh, had a wife man. and daughter. <laughs> yeah, because I knew you he know, had a daughter. She showed She's how much she actor. cared about him by ignoring his family situation. <laughs> I was trying to be the other woman. <laughs> so they well, do not the let you wreck. be a home record in Fire Emblem. Sorry. You should be. You should. But um, I wanted to see the other two paths, but then I couldn't remember the last time I saved. And I was like, oh, well, I'll, I can just YouTube those. Yep. But... Yeah, I've I finished that this week, and then because of an announcement later, I played through all of Cat Quest. Did you not play it before? No, um, it's I, so I, good. I bought it in like a buy two get one free sale on Target. I bought the physical copy, and I didn't realize how short that game was. I, I managed to blow through like all of the content in about forty eight hours. So my recommendation is to definitely wait until that game game goes on sale before you buy it. Because if you play the crap out of it, you'll finish it in like a day. Yeah, I think it took me two days. Yeah, but I I found everything and I found it was really cute. I like the combat. Um, of course, I liked all of the cat puns and stuff like that. Meow, meow, and. Meow. All, all the yeah, all the mewing and I fought Cat Thulu. Yes. Um, how high how high of a level did you get when you played through Cat Quest? I don't remember. I'll be honest. I think I managed to cap out at like level ninety. And Ooh, I don't think the... I went quite that high. Yeah. What systems did you each play on? Switch. Did Switch. You play it on Switch. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw that there was like a level 200 dungeon and that one I pretty much just ran in uh, or I I switched to a complete magic set and ran in and would just kind of like do the one, two, three combo to build my mana and then hit the fire spell, roll out and then rinse and repeat. (laughs) Nice. And I, I I love that game, but because of the announcement later, I'm glad that they're doing something else with it because there's like there's just a bunch of little things in it that kind of bothered me, like not being able to favorite equipment sets. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Considering how much you'd need to swap equipment around in that game. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I played that, and then I finally started Dragon Quest Builders. Builders or Dragon 2. Quest Builders 2. Yes. Two. 
And you were 100% right about that game, Anna. It is everything that the first one needed to be. Yay! Which is good, because now the creator has left the studio. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Nailed it! I'm out. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping that they'll make a third one and keep continuing the series, because the second game is pretty awesome. And I, I like your little companion character that follows you around. And now we're when you, is awesome. When you hit things, he hits things. And when you give him new weapons, he's all happy. I can break more things. Yay. Yep. I actually he, think he literally says that at one point. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like, you handle the building. I'll handle the breaking. And when he tries to make stuff on the crafting table and gets frustrated and starts hitting it. I'm like, oh, you are so adorable. Here, here have a hammer. Or here, have a club. You'll he know what to do with this. is a precious cinnamon roll. <laughs> a cinnamon roll. All right. He, actually, I know why I like him. He reminds me of Inuyasha. Oh, Inuyasha, mm-hmm. Yeah, the same way, just kind of stupid but lovable and likes to break things wow that is an excellent comparison i had not <laughs> considered it until now <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much all i've been playing i've had a bit busy week playing stuff yeah you played all sorts of stuff you, you I mean, might not have even, actually played more things than me i mean not even counting like buying bastion off of because it was cheap this week and kind of playing a little bit of that oh is it on sale yeah, it was like on sale for three bucks on oh, Switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they announced a new game or something. Uh, Hades oh, yeah. is on um, right. Steam, so let's right. put Bastion on sale on Switch. Yeah, so they put all of <laughs> their other buy that, they all put right. all of their other titles on sale on all the platforms. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if they did a PC only sale, people would be like, "Why is it not sale on Switch?" <laughs> Switch, Switch, yeah. Switch, yeah. Switch. Yeah. Switch. 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 Yeah, and three bucks is not a bad price for that game. No, Bastion was amazing. I wish Chris had finished it. Did you finish it? No, I was watching you play it. It's not my kind you of were? game. You were? On 360, like a bazillion years ago? Yep. All right. Well, I I do want to go back and finish it, so maybe I'll do that. Switch? No. I'm, I'm, I'm super... two other platforms. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm super bad at that game, by the way. Oh, it's only I... three, three doll hairs, Chris. It's, it's an... I keep I kept rolling off the environment and the <laughs> guy commenting. Oh, I and I consider myself goes. a pretty yeah a pretty decent gamer, and I still rolled off several times <laughs> just to hear him say that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. Yes, that's all. Cool, cool. Um, all right. Uh, Peter's fishing. I yeah. so, okay. So let me just talk about that for a split second. The reason I'm doing this is not because there's fistfuls of fish. It's because I finished up all of my professor points and I was 65 experience points away from getting the next professor level. Oh no. And now I'm 5. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. Um Do you want me to talk about my games? Uh yeah. yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were going to the guys who hadn't been here first. Um uh, not too much going on with me. Uh, I am still progressing heavily through Fire Emblem Three Houses. Have you hit um, the time skip yet? 
I think I'm I'm literally one battle away. Um, if if it's where I think it is, then it's it's right after this month. So, um, so yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. Like a lot of things, I was squeeing over it with Anna, um, <laughs> and just like freaking out. I was trying um, not to spoil it. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, so I I think I'm way overpowered though. Like. I, I'm not even at the time skip, and all of my characters are at their master classes. Just about what uh, master? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're way yeah. You're over. just a little. Yeah. So what level uh, are your people? Well, they have to over. be at least thirty to be a master. Yeah, class. they're a little mm-hmm. over thirty. Yeah, all right. I mm-hmm. I think the only ones that don't have master class is just because I didn't have enough seals for it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, like that's it's not going to be a problem wait, for long. How can you get master seals before? I didn't even think you could. They okay. they give you some for free. You get some for free, and then you can buy some from the traveling merchant people because they almost always sell from, them. Only from Anna, though. Nope. No. They sell advanced seals. They don't sell masters. And well, yeah, I thought only Anna sold masters. Oh, is this another normal versus hard thing? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the online features where the traveler. Oh, yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. So I've been to able money. to snatch a yeah, snatch a few. Um, because I bought yeah, something from people. you. Did you? I don't remember what though. I don't. I don't remember. I don't have anything it good. It was reasonably just... priced, and that's why I did it. It wasn't necessarily good. It was like I'm going to respect the fact that you don't want two thousand gold for me that I don't have. I don't set the prices. They I set know. them by themselves. I know. I know. But... I don't even know how you choose the item you have on sale. Oh, when you send someone to go, you talk yeah, to the online guild and options. you say send person. Oh, and then I they should get, totally do that. They get skills and and you may get money back when you bring them back. Anna. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to do yeah. this. Yeah. I'll run up there now so you can see. Um, so aside from Fire Emblem Three Houses, I made the decision that I was going to boot up my Vita again, um, but I'm not going to buy any games for it or anything like that. You're going to pirate um, with it like a good Vita no, owner. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Actually, they, they patched no. that out. They patched it out. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it doesn't patched exist pirating anymore. pirating out. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know they could do that. Um <laughs> That's but totally not true. <laughs> what, what I've decided to do was um, because I do have a lot of PS1 classics from my PlayStation 3 um, that I decided to buy a bigger memory card and turn my PS Vita oh. into a portable PlayStation classic unit. Um, so I started playing uh, a few different games on there, just kind of tinkering around. One of those was Alundra, which... Uh, was met with mixed reviews in the RP uh, Gamer Discord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. Me, are you telling me you spent money in 2019 on a Sony memory stick? <laughs> I, did. I did, but here, so how here's how I tricked the system. How much money did you spend on a Sony memory stick in 2019? $50. Oh. How, uh, big? So I haven't, how big? I I haven't tested this out yet, but on eBay, you can find converters to uh, use just a standard mini SD card. That sounds dangerous. It doesn't work. You have to be... you have to be patched to one of the hacks. Oh. Yeah, so the what they don't show you is that card is actually the card that goes into your game slot, not your memory card slot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I'm glad I didn't spend money on that though. 
to be no, fair, I, mean, I, have, I have two Vitas for right. reasons. I have. Yeah, I mean, it would have only been like an $8 loss, but uh, yeah, I, I looked into it because I was curious too. Um, but yeah, so if you're looking for a PlayStation Vita memory card that happens to be legit, go on to Amazon and look for the one that has like all of the text photoshopped off of it. It looks like a generic memory card because they still ship you authentic ones. Um, and then you won't spend. Yeah. So if you look at the authentic ones, the ones that are Sony branded, you know, sold by Sony or sold by people who want to sell Sony branded ones, they're like $90 for a 32 gig one. Um, and then if you look for the one that's like blank, it just looks like a generic memory card. And you're like, oh, God, is this Nyko coming back for us? Um, it's not. It's actually just somebody selling their memory card cheaper. And I don't know why they decided to do it that way, but um, it saved me, you know, $45 like, on a memory card I'm not going to use much. I, so like sure this one that didn't get lucky? He, I think you just got some... lucky. <laughs> no. If you read the reviews on the 16 gigabyte one, somebody was like, they reviewed it the same way. They were like, I bought this card and it's actually authentic. Which, May which I see what I you're talking at? about? Wow. Like the 32 yeah. gig one from Ostent or a different one? Yeah, I think it was O-S-T-E-N-T or yeah. something. Yep. Mm-hmm. This looks sketches all it, get out. Wow. I'm telling you, man, I was ready to return it. I was already had my finger hovering on the button the day the package arrived, opened it up, and it's authentic. It's got the seal on it. It's got the little holographic sticker, and it's got all the PlayStation font crap all over it. And it hasn't crapped out on me yet. They stole these or something. I that's honestly, (laughs) yeah, that's honestly what I thought they were like, just product that fell off and somebody's selling them for hella cheap. So, but yeah, well, here's a 64 gig one from Sony for $93. Yeah, wasn't gonna touch that. Was it this was basically going to determine whether or not I was keeping my Vita? because if I couldn't find a cheap enough memory card, I was just going to sell it the three games that I have for it and say, you know, oh, well, to the digital content. Mm. But uh, now it gets to live on a little bit. Hurrah. Which is great because it's it's white and I like it. Whoa. Oh, boy. Hold on. We just took a turn there that I didn't expect. Listen, man, I'm brown. I'm allowed to say that. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? You make a you controversial just... statement here. What yes. is beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were discussing and heredity we're on Twitch. and um, other things before the podcast started. So this is this is contextual within the cast. But if you're listening yeah. at home, you're like, I have no idea what's going on, and this is so awkward. <laughs> No, oh, I, I think it's awkward. I, I, I hope I didn't that, alienate Anna. your entire entire Middle Eastern fan base. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and our black fan base, and our native fan base, and Indian, and just all everybody, everybody who isn't everybody who has a color that's not white. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Appreciate that. Okay, I will run next week's podcast. Thanks, guys, for listening. No. <laughs> Okay, I'm done with my games. <laughs> All right, please, Alex, go. <laughs> Save this train wreck. No, I'm good, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, so... Alex, did you play anything the last month and a half or whenever you were last on? Yes, many things. I have been playing 
Fire Emblem because everyone's been playing Fire Emblem. So, what team are you? Black Eagles. Ah. Uh. Ooh. Yeah, it seems like that's <laughs> sort of the preferable one to actually do first, but. So I I'm doing Black Eagles as my replay one because there's two paths that um, you can take for Black Eagles. So I figure I do Golden Deer, Black Eagles, Blue Lions, Black Eagles. Because mm-hmm. I'm crazy. Why did you pick that order, Anna? Because then I won't have to do Black Eagles twice in a row. Got it. I mean, the, the, there's only sort of one point where it splits off, so you could probably just leave a save file and then... That's true. Ooh, I had not considered that. But I mean, it's only like halfway through. So... Oh, yeah. But at least there's you... still plenty of playtime afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, I've gone past the time skip. I think I'm over three months past the time skip, so I've still got stuff to do. I've most, I think I've mostly given everyone at least one A rank support, so at least everyone gets paired endings. So I think I'm just going to finish off the last few that I haven't done that for, and then blitz through to the end. Cool. Did you recruit a lot of people, up, or? Yeah, I think I recruited everyone that is possible in that route. What? Yeah, it wasn't that hard. It's not that hard, Anna. Good for you. If you if you know how to do it to begin with, at least. I just Guys, I'm so bad at tea time. I'm sorry. There is a, <laughs> I'm bad there at is tea a time spreadsheet, too. Peter. Do you want the spreadsheet? Yeah, there oh. isn't even guides okay. for you. He doesn't want the guides. He doesn't want the guides <laughs> yet. I didn't even get to the third one. She hates me so much. <laughs> That tea was delicious. Leave me alone oh, and never geez. speak to me again. Sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> uh, I mean, Alex is English. Teas. If he has a master tea time at this point, so I don't know what to say. The thing is, I didn't actually use tea time because it's not that helpful in terms of recruiting. <laughs> no, it's not. People. It helps a little. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's, but, if you're optimizing yeah. your birthday tea times with people, that's a little bit less investment you have to do otherwise. But yeah. Um, Here's the thing with tea time, in case you're wondering, getting the tea right makes it so you need le- fewer correct answers to get a perfect tea time. That's that's what that, that does. Say what? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So their so likes you and can dislikes get a perfect are after listed two in their um in their like panel. Oh so yeah, panel if you want to do like it the hard way, six pages. Yeah, you look at their status panel to figure out their likes and dislikes, and then try and guess the correct answers to the questions. Um, there is a giant spreadsheet where people are recording, this one was good, this one was bad, this one was good for each person. And um, as you know, there are a large number of possible topics. And so you, um, it, it takes a while to review it all for each person if you want to go spreadsheet-wise. Um, if you read up on their likes and dislikes, you can do a pretty good job just guessing. So, mm-hmm. But that extra t- getting that extra, that extra question leeway with that correct T, that's nice. And that just takes a little look up on a spreadsheet like, oh, they like these two T's. I've got one. Boom. See, I found that when it came to recruiting people, it was much easier to just buy up all the presents from the merchants and then just dish them out like Santa Claus every month. Yeah, yeah but there's so there's presents that people will get bigger boosts from. So yeah. you can try and optimize that. That's all. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, okay. Cool. Even if it wasn't, though, I'm just taking Kelly's strategy, just spamming gifts, boosted them up. There are some gifts that people will not get a boost from. Oh, okay. So they will say, well, I'll take this, and you'll see no little thing show up. Huh. Um, 
So I don't think I've ever you, seen that. If well, try and give like Hubert a teddy bear, you know. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's stuff you wouldn't normally do. You know. <laughs> Why doesn't Hubert love love? <laughs> I, I think the only thing Hubert likes is coffee. Oh, the bitter he things. He does yeah. like coffee. Because his soul is bitter. <laughs> his soul Look. is loyal. Look, I could answer that, but it's a spoiler. Yeah. Um, I'm going to generically Gee, you say you, he's nobody... not as evil as you think he is. He's, he's devoted. I'm going to say the shady-eyed person is evil? <laughs> Who knew? Uh, then, ironically, that's the plot twist. He's actually not as evil as you think he is. Oh... Oh, I of. played Blue Lion, so he was pretty damn evil to me. Oh, I mean. Oh yeah, he gets redemption in in uh, the Golden listen. Route. You just have to play all the routes, people. Let's just deal with it. You got to play them all. It stinks. I am annoyed that they didn't do the thing like the um, the Tactics Ogre remake did, where you could go to the different branch points and branch off from there, or like I don't know, Fire Emblem uh, Fate. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but that Fire Emblem Fates saved you literally like two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's better I'm than that. Did save you literally like three minutes? <laughs> no, it's a little more than that because there's a battle you have to do. <laughs> Which is probably no. I was gonna say you you skip six battles if you skip to the. Yeah, I don't know. You no, it's like you make your choice before the first big battle. You have yeah, like one cha- story manual. Yeah. All the story stuff and the subsequent battles, all the comments and things like that. Yeah, they they are designed to build up to the time skip and anything that happens there. So I mean, yeah, if you did that on the Black Eagles, and you pretty much lose all of the motivation stuff behind it. Yeah, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> no, no, not jump to the time skip. Well, I'm saying if you jump to the selection, yeah, that, you're literally like skipping one battle. Yeah, and that time skip is... No, yeah. no. Okay, we're talking about two different skips here, Alex. We're talking about from oh, the if... beginning to when you choose a house. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think that's that oh. long. But Anna, you just did it. It's, it's so really not. Me. <laughs> right. It's it long feels enough that, that long. I would like to skip it. Okay. Is that a better explanation for you? That is acceptable. Yes. You may have that opinion. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Alex? Uh, yeah, I've been playing Crystal, which is out on Tuesday. Oh yeah, you're reviewing this. Yep. Any any hints about what the review is going to say? Oh well, yeah, because uh, there's no embargo on it, so nothing else. But yeah, it's it's decent. I think it depends on what you want from it. It's got an interesting story. Just to set people up, with the, what, how's this work? What's this game about? Okay, yeah. So it's an action RPG where you're playing as Ray Hatada, who's a girl who's in purgatory, basically, and she's trying to save her sister, who sort of who she accidentally killed, sort of because of the sort of the, her first encounter in purgatory, where she comes across some weird creatures called revenants, and when she gains the power to fight back against the revenant she loses her sort of control of that power and accidentally kills her sister but she gets given sort of a chance to get her sister back if she does what uh, 
two demons called, well, actually not demons, managers of purgatory, I think they call themselves. Managers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Managers of purgatory, but they're called uh, Mephis and Phillies, which is... Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, you, can you run those names Memphis by me again? Phillies. Mephis and Phillies. Which, if you know, the well, Japanese word for and is toe. So it's Mephistopheles. Oh, this is like eschatology. Yeah, basically. Huh. Okay, so this is an interesting setup. Yeah, but basically what you end up doing is going through cycles where you just charge charge around floors and beat up beat up revenants in action RPG and then story stuff happens at various points during that. Yeah. So the actual the actual gameplay is fairly straightforward and it's probably the weakest part of it is it's basically a generic action RPG with not much to it. You get four, you get four different characters so you can actually sort of switch between immediately only one of them's active at a time. But there's not that much difference between between them. It's just mostly mostly on attack speed. All the tactics and stuff usually stay the same. You're just beating up things with combos and then dodging as needed. So if I didn't know anything about this game, the first question I would ask you is if it's a Toho game. Is that wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. It's a Toho fan game. It's not a Toho fan game. It's a bunch of girls running around beating up stuff and looking like they belong in something else. All right. So this is action RPG. Is it Soulsy or easy or middle ground or where we? Where um, it it's it's pretty easy. It's got three difficulty second things you can switch between all the time, but the normal difficulty is fairly straightforward. The only challenges sometimes when you get some certain enemies can be a bit annoying, and some bosses are a bit of a uh, have quite big HP bars, but that's really the only challenge to it. It's not. It's not. It's not very difficult. I think, which is probably just as well because the most interesting part of it is all the story stuff. Because obviously, being purgatory, there's a lot of a lot of things around the theme of uh, death and revival and so forth. All right. Um, yeah. That's everything you've been playing, right? Uh, well, I've also been sort of got back into Judgment now. I finished off quite starts just to try and. Ooh. Finish that off. Um, are we going to review like... this, or is it more Adventure Corner? What judgment? Yeah, we covered Yakuza, it. Anna. Yeah, it's already okay. been reviewed. Josh reviewed it. Oh my gosh! We talked Why to him about it. Why did I not remember that? I'm sorry. What the heck, Anna? It it <laughs> leaked out of my brain. Yeah, like uh, like Alex's last name for me. Fuller. See, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm in chapter nine there, so I don't think I've got too long. Cool. All right, Jonathan, you haven't been on in like forever, so we're gonna have you go. Next. How much Rainbow Six Siege have you played? What? I Actually, I did start playing game. that a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I win! I would. Is it, it was like two or three weeks ago I was on. Wasn't that long ago? I actually talked about three houses already. Yeah. But having Anna, you were. It's been a long time since I've been on with Anna because Anna was sick last time. That's right. Yeah, so it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was like, I missed you. I haven't talked to you in forever. And he's like, I was on not that long ago. And I'm like, that is forever. (laughs) So I'm playing three else as well. Um, So I did what I kind of followed what you did, Chris, with the little uh, switch mount on the bed. Oh, yeah. 
cool. Yeah, I got that. So it's really cool. And then my daughter really likes it because she likes to put her tablet on it. And you lose it? Bed. So Sometimes. has it been stolen from you? Well, it stays where it is, but my spot gets taken a lot. Like <laughs> your spot on your bed gets taken. I love yes. it. <laughs> hey, you have kids. It's like they sleep wherever they want almost. Yeah. It's hard. Um, so the problem I find with that thing is I was, okay, I got this new thing. It's nice to use. I'm going to just kind of use my Switch down there. Instead of playing it on TV like I was, well, I'm, I've been having the other Chris problem where I've been falling and like nodding off while playing. Yep. <laughs> Not necessarily nodding off, but I'm like, man, I'm getting really sleepy. I need to go to it's bed. It's a good sign, though. This is good for you. You don't realize it. This is going to get you the the rest that you actually need. Well, this is also coupled with my – they just moved my office at work, so – it's about 40-something miles away. Did you bring set... your bed into work and set it up for your Switch well, no. there? No, but okay. remember he has that, that he has that sleep thing where he can't fall asleep? Yeah, I have a trouble falling asleep. Insomnia? Uh, like no, 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 no. He has the circadian rhythm that's different from the normal person. Oh, oh. I, it's not even a circadian. I just don't. You're a vampire? I go to bed at like 1.30 and I wake up at 5.30 kind of thing okay. now, too. Got it. I only get four, three, four, five hours of sleep a night. Um, like last night I went to bed at five and I woke up for this. So it's it a little extra. I got five and a half hours of sleep, but, uh, I'm just weird like that, I guess. But the problem is, is my work is much further away. So to avoid Houston traffic, I've been getting up at like five in the morning. So I've been that, that whole wake up at five, five thirty instead of seven, seven thirty has been screwing me up. So it makes me a little extra tired, I guess, when I'm laying in bed playing the Switch. But anyway, I've made some three houses progress, but I'm not even as far. I haven't gone to the little uh, um, story break yet or anything. So That's it's not. Yeah, I haven't been doing. Uh, then uh, I recommend not to look at the Skype video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you want me I to... probably don't have much more to talk about in that regard. With that you guys already haven't said ad nauseum. Still been playing Felsio. I know we've talked about that a few times in the cast. It's coming another... to Switch. Yeah, it is. It is on the way. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm really kind of I'm at the very end game, kind of tying up loose ends. I'm doing this. I think it's a, a five or six part dungeon, like a side dungeon at the end. I'm kind of doing that right now, and it's actually probably the hardest battle so far in the game. So it's, I think it's one of those in-game difficulty challenge side dungeons that give you some extra stuff and some achievements on Steam or whatever. So I'm, I think, battle two or three of that, working my way through. So I probably only have a couple hours left of that game. And nice. it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and then the other game I just got a couple days ago, and I'm going to be playing more this weekend, is the Wasteland 3 Alpha Demo. Wasteland so, 3? Wow. Wasteland 3. So I was one of the backers on, I guess it's not Kickstarter, they use Fig or something. Sure. They made, and uh, I guess I was at the level that got an alpha code. I didn't even realize it. Like, here's your alpha code. I'm like, all right. So I jumped on that and uh, started playing it. Now they do warn warn you it is an alpha demo, right? So it is buggy, and it it is buggy. <laughs> <laughs> and weird art of stuff on the screen the, the character movements aren't moving right it's that kind of stuff but <laughs> sounds <laughs> like, like my the kind of thing i normally qa <laughs> yeah the guy's supposed to be crouching and he's like running in place you know 
Those are my favorite. <laughs> or I'd like restart it, and then there's like artifacts or uh, fire um, lanes or fire lines, you know, where you, you okay, I'm going to shoot at this guy, and it shows a little like red line between them, or a movement path will like, will I guess be burned in, and now you're driving. So the, the intro, you drive this like a uh, snowmobile vehicle, and you, it's kind of Diablo style where you just kind of point and click, and it follows your mouse. And you kind of drive that up to the uh, the battle area, the dungeon you're going to enter. I guess it's technically like a dungeon. And so when I restarted it because something happened or I didn't do something right, I think I got my guys killed because I wasn't sure of the mechanics. And I restarted it in like a lot of those like fire line, a couple of those fire lines and those little movement paths that were on the screen when I hit restart were like there, but <laughs> superimposed on the little driving screen. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it is, so they they definitely have some stuff to work out. But that being said, the is it the fun? base it's really good. Yeah, I, I think I'll, uh, I the graphics look great uh, for you know the kind of game it is. the The lighting looks really nice. Uh, the effects and the gunfire and the explosions are much more impactful than Wasteland Two, and it just it it kind of feels more immersive in that. You know, things are exploding and it's loud and it kind of shakes stuff. And it, it looks pretty, it looks pretty awesome in that regard. I really enjoyed Wasteland too, so I guess I forgot to say that. So I, I was definitely looking forward to this. And obviously, I must have enjoyed Wasteland too if I backed the the next one. But um, so I think this is supposed to be pretty far into the game. You're you you're go some crazy dude. Uh, with these weird mutant-like followers, has captured some of your uh, Desert Ranger crew, and you got to go in there and rescue them. But you're supposed to take them alive. So that's the prim- that's the premise of the story. You jump in, and you got your little vehicle can like help you shoot stuff in the first battle, and you just kind of run up to barrels and you start fighting uh, groups of enemies, running around the map, looting uh, for new weapons. So it's pretty hard to kind of grasp at first because I hadn't played Wasteland Two for years. And, you know, you're you have advanced equipment, advanced skills and kind of getting down what's what. But after like a, a little battle or two, I, I got the hang of it and it you fight uh, some of those mutant dudes. You fight these some of the robots, and these little drones and as you explore. And then I'm, I have a battle coming up that I saved it as where uh, there's some name character, with this big ass flamethrower and a flame tank. I was like, all right, it's getting late. I'll try this the next day. So I'm probably going to play that one tonight and progress through and, and get through the little demo section. But uh, so far, I'm pleased with how it's coming out. Uh, I, I'm guessing that little snowmobile is something that you're going to be able to go from point to point in, uh, the way they're showing it. Otherwise, if it's just to do what it did in the demo, it seems kind of pointless. It's like, oh, you just got to click around and drive this thing. It doesn't really do anything But besides that. But if that's going to be like your little you know, quote unquote airship or your method of travel between areas. I think that could be pretty cool. And especially it's cool. You can use it in the, to help support in fights. Oh, that is neat. Shoots a pretty nasty, uh, gun that blows up an area. All right. uh, I have a question. How's the, how's the dialogue game? Like, is this, is this a fallout style thing where you can talk your way out everything? Or are they kind of making more combat focus? So, and what I've seen so far, it is more, this is just a kind of a combat demo, okay. right? All right? I think the talking, so Wasteland's a little different than Fallout in some of those respects. So 
when you're going around doing the exploring and talking, did you play Wasteland 2? Um, so, uh, like five or six hours of it, yeah. Okay. I remember so it being waste... more combat-focused to me as well. but it, it is, but it also has a lot of things where you can talk your way through and out of things. Or there's multiple ways to, to, to get at a problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes talking can do it, and sometimes it'll trigger battles or other events. Mm-hmm. So it's fallout in that way, but it's probably Fallout, the original two Fallouts really weren't combat games so much, right? They're, right. I mean, you could, but a lot of it is just as much. So this is more combat game, but it has some options where you can do some of the talking. It's just not as much so. Okay. Think of it more as the Icewind Dale to the Baldur's Gate or something like that. All right. But that I, if, makes sense to people because I don't does. know what that means. Okay, good. <laughs> or you could... You know, Wasteland 2 is on the Switch now, too, so if you wanted to try to jump back into it, I think it was a really good game. I liked it. But they did release console versions like mm. a, six, eight months ago. Maybe a I enjoyed ago. it, but I got really bored after about 15 hours. Did you? <laughs> yeah. But then again, it's not really my sort of game, so... Uh, yeah, these tactical games where you kind of control a little squad of guys, it's just right up my alley with stuff yeah. I like to play. Yeah, see, those, those, the Fallout games appeal to me more for like the weird stuff you could do in conversations and manipulating and stuff like that. And Yeah, oh. yeah, that, that's cool Fallout as well. And I think Wasteland has yeah. that, but not, yeah, not yeah, like I, Fallout. Yeah, yeah, right, it does. It just, I don't know, it just felt different, but I the think I just is. didn't give it enough of a chance, so... I should go. I mean, it's not for everyone. And I could see, I think Wasteland 2 does have some pacing issues kind of towards the three quarter way in. It does kind of start to slog a little bit in some respects. But uh, that's probably my biggest complaint about that one is about that. Maybe it's two thirds of the way. It's probably a little past actually where Alex got. So I I think you saved yourself even more boredom than Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But that's it for me. What a ringing endorsement. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm honest. That's true. All right. um, Is there anyone else that hasn't talked about their stuff? Me and Chris, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. You go, Chris. I played more Fire Emblem. And you got back into Free Enterprise. I finished Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I. You can be honest. I needed more time last week to digest it um, and finish up. And now that I finish it, I can say I'm unsatisfied with how my grinding ends in that game. I want more ships, more powerful things. I want to be able to make myself very powerful compared to enemies. And you can't ultimately do that. You get powerful enough, but uh, really the power level you end up at is kind of a... Yeah, you got all the stuff you need to like do multiple different kick-ass strategies in these dogfights. And it's like... I don't really want to do dogfighting, and that's my problem. This is really a dogfighting game, and um, I don't know about it, but it wasn't really speaking to me, the combat. It was more of a, yeah, I'm glad I have all these auto assists for helping me lock on the targets and stuff, because if I had to do this for real, I think I wouldn't finish this game. Um, And so that's one aspect of it, but if you're into World War II dogfighting in space and want that Wing Commander-type feel, I guess, or privateer whatever it is that people compare it to um this will be for you because it's got that um but rebel galaxy outlaw also for me kind of failed on wrapping up the story like there's some story beats i really like 
Um, you meet the main character's mother, and her character is awesome, and <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Um, but I'm not going to tell you more about that. You can experience it yourself. And they give you some a little bit of um, ability to make some choices to wrap up the story and see how your paths are going to go, but they don't really matter that much. And the wrap-ups, like, just they weren't written in a way that I kind of believe. I don't think it was written that well. Um, and then it's just done. So once again, like the first one, it like leaves you in this uh, giant space sandbox to play around, which would be good, except I kind of don't want to do that. I, I have nothing left to grind. I, Unlike the first game, I finished the story well after I had finished grinding. So I I had the best stuff and money and nothing to do with it. Um, though they do have one feature. You get to kind of build up your own little asteroid planet truck stop in space. And I had fun doing that. How you like your folding chair? I that they, that folding chair is long gone, Anna. <laughs> We've cleaned that place up. It's no longer just me sipping a beer on a folding chair by myself and my robot. Um, but now we've got we've got a Starvengers cabinet. It fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So there's some good stuff in that game. Um, I enjoyed playing it. So I feel like I'm disappointed at what more it could have been. Um, but I did like what it was. And oh my gosh, the music, once again, is amazing. They have all these radio stations with all these good songs of music you don't listen to because it's not like popular music. It's like music made for those albums on Amazon that are listed like Louisiana Swamp Rock 3 and um, Dark Country 2. And if you've ever seen those sorts of music albums, they're basically, I think, like royalty-free music compilations uh, that have been put out there for you to just purchase. And so they've pulled their music from that and they found like some good bands that made some good stuff and they've got it all in there and um i really do like the music game on the music stuff in this game um yeah so ultimately it's it's probably a three out of five for me but you know hey it did its job and to someone who's more into that genre um you might want to turn the difficulty up higher because for me, in, interacting with the battles and making it harder would not be fun. For you, if you love that style of battle, I think turning it up harder would be way cool for you. So, something to look into if you're into space dogfighting, World War II style combat sims um, in space with space. I'm also just space. impressed with how few games you finish in a year that you finish this. I finished it because you're the community manager of it. Okay, fine. That's why I played through the first one and the second one, because I like to experience the games you're working on. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's like I Too bad you don't like Harvest Moon. <sighs> you don't ah, like Chris. the genre. We've had this conversation. I think if you were working on the original Harvest Moon right now, for some reason, I'd be able to finish that. I don't I think say so. That the three you, yes you've had no interest really in either Story of Seasons game. We own both of them. You could go play either of them right now. Story of Seasons. Yeah. Um, no, no, I meant like the original Harvest Moon. Okay. I mean like the SNES one. Oh. If you were working on the SNES one for some reason, gotcha. I think I'd be into into it. Okay. Um, the current ones from both companies, <laughs> whichever path you follow, not really appealing to me. If you were involved with Stardew Valley. You didn't. How many times have you fallen asleep playing Stardew Valley? Um, yes. How many times I fall asleep playing Rebel Galaxy? Okay, fine. You don't realize how many that has ha- has been. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would have stuck with it more. So anyway, uh, all that to say, um, I, I definitely try harder on things that you. Anna. What? What was that store game that I finished and you didn't? 
Oh, um, hometown story. Hometown story. Yeah, I QA'd it. I didn't need to finish it. <laughs> like, that game was awful, and I finished it. I QA'd it. I didn't need to finish it. <laughs> was it that bad? It's a. It's not good. It's got better ideas than execution. Max score is a two which out of five. Is, um, which is a problem with Watasan's games in general. Got it. I, I liked running my store in the game, and then everything else was terrible. <laughs> like it you literally, have, it you, couldn't have been worse than my little shop. Though it was one of those things where you have what? to people. So, do you know how often I get requests for people from <laughs> really? people to remake that damn game? <laughs> my little shop. I, yeah, so yeah. it was a WiiWare game. Ugh. Okay. I, yeah, I just couldn't. I mean, I, you know me. I love Harvest Moon, but I could not get into my little shop. Yeah, it seems like people either like adore it and want like 16 games just like it, um, <laughs> even though those types of games don't sell. Literally, that game sold so poorly that Nintendo never even paid us for it. <laughs> Holy cow. Yep. I have to find this game now. My little shop. Well, it's WiiWare, so you're probably never going to find it. <laughs> yeah, WiiWare is not archived I'm looking for videos. I'm not well. trying to buy it. No, I mean, oh, I figured you were going to pirate it. No, I'm not going to pirate it either. Like, you pirating it would mean I have to find, like, a Wii and make it turn on. Ew. Um, no, thank you. Also, <laughs> my little shop of whores is apparently... What is this? Huh? Is this... Oh, this is weird. Somebody's making a weird um, uh, My Little Pony parody called My Little Shop of Whores, apparently. And so it has totally taken over the search term My Little Shop on YouTube. How about Harvest Moon My Little Shop? Okay. All right. So while Chris is delving into the weird, oh, here we go. And, weird, weird world of Harvest Moon history. Oh, and YouTube. Um, Whoa, what is this? It's <laughs> paper character cutouts. <laughs> my Little Shop. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's cute. You should make another one of these. <laughs> oh, I love the aesthetic of it. I, I am Peter. Peter Sorry, when when I bury the Look body, at the bubble cow. You're gonna cover for me, right? Look at this yes. bubble cow Sweet. and right. a cowboy with the cow. Alright, so cute. um <laughs> since I, I finished um what was I playing last it week? Since terrible. I finished uh, Omega oh no, wait, since I finished Picto Quest. God, I needed a break from Omega Mega Labyrinth Life. I just it's very frustrating. Didn't you give up right on now. it? I did not give up on it. I think you've given given up on it. I have not given up on it. Yeah, I, you protest a little too much on that one. I have not given up on it. Anyways, since I decided I needed a brief break from it and I finished PictoQuest, I I picked up Lapis Cross Labyrinth hey, from a recent eShop sale. The game that you want to play. Yeah, and so um, ironically, I'm having kind of a similar problem to Omega Labyrinth Life where no. I want to play this game, but I can't play this game the way that I consume games. And so I'm wait, frustrated. Wait, what does that mean? All right, so Lapis piss cross labyrinth is a game where you're basically smashing buttons a lot and so it hurts oh mm. okay alex back me up on this no i get that i get that a lot when i play music you, you are primarily smashing buttons yes yes thank you he reviewed it so 
It is cool. It's got like this. So you need it's, a turbo controller? It's repetitive. No. I can um, get you a turbo controller. No, uh, that wouldn't help. Um, so it's repetitive, and Alex found that unappealing, and I find it very appealing. It's repetitive in a kind of way that I like, but I can understand why he didn't. And so I just, I want to play the crap out of this game, and I can't, and that just makes me sad. Um, I also kind of wait, hit... Wait, wait, I'm confused. I'm confused. You can't play the crap out of it because mashing the buttons hurts. Yes. You want to play the crap out of it because you like really it. Because it's really fun. But using a turbo controller to do the mashing for you wouldn't help? No, because you're not... No, not really. Yeah, because you're mashing, but you're not mashing in a way that a turbo controller would be helpful. Oh. Is it like timed or is it QTEs? Yes. Or, oh. um, so it's part... sort of times you have to have a bit of a gap in between the oh. button pushes. Okay. Well, and you're not constantly mashing buttons. You have to like um, Can you use the touch navigate. Screen? No, no touch screen. Okay. You have to navigate between places where you're smashing. So it's kind of that hurry up and wait game mechanic where it's like, all right, I'm in a room of enemies. Smash, 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 smash. All right, that room's done. On to the next. All right, I'm in a new room. Mesh, 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 mesh. All right, done that room. Okay. So I'm actually really close to the end. I am like at the end of chapter nine. And I think at the end of chapter 10 is when you roll credits. Um, but I've also kind of run into like a soft cap where I could probably continue progressing if I was better at the game. Um, but since I'm not, I have to rely on um, purchasing boosts and buffs for my characters. And I don't have enough money to do that. So I don't know if you ran into this, Alex. Where you had to like um, stop and grind for money. I don't think I did. Okay. So I just suck. And I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm at the point where I'm going to probably have to spend a few hours grinding before I continue to proceed with the game. And I don't mind the grinding because, again, it's a very satisfying gameplay loop. Um, but I can't spend a few hours nonstop grinding because it hurts. So I don't know what to do about this game. Play it in short bursts. I don't like playing games like that. I want to sit down and play a game for 18 million hours in a row. But you can't physically do that? Correct. So this is giving you an opportunity to learn more about yourself and your body. <laughs> Look at it as a learning experience. Accentuate the positive. <laughs> Eliminate the negative. <laughs> Don't even mess with Mr. In-Between. No? Okay. <laughs> I tried. Did I just walk into an AA meeting? Yeah, is this is this real laughter or maniacal laughter? I can't tell. <laughs> yes. Um, and then yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I restarted three houses, um, because watching Peter um, play it just wasn't satisfying enough. Not that it isn't entertaining watching Peter play. Sorry, Anna. I'll try harder. Yeah, I'll try harder. All right. <laughs> I think that's everything everybody's played. Woo! That means feedback time. Oh, never mind then. Okay. All right. Um, so we. Do you want the voicemail? Well, um, first I'm going to go through the question of the week. Okay. So our question of the but week the was. The voicemail was from the question of two weeks ago. Okay. We'll then play it and well, just don't do blow you my ears out. Do you want to remind people what it is? 
Um, the question from two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, what font choice in RPGs have annoyed you? No, about Fire Emblems. What's your favorite Fire Emblem game yeah, and why? Right. That's the one. That right. was three weeks ago. Okay, let's see what this is about then. I don't really know. Yeah, it's Matt in Texas. Did I, uh, well, first off, of course, uh, Josh and Kelly are just great. I mean, I like just seeing them. I mean, all, all the new all the new people are just really good, but, I mean, I just love those two. So Aww. seeing you know, them with y'all, uh, with uh, y'all two is really good. Um, but this this last fireball was just so good, and part of the reason was is the uh, the art direction was just perfect. And the thing is, I think a lot of anime games like Tells and, and a few others they they need to look at this, look at the um, just the texture, okay, the beauty of it. There's like there's a lack of uh, of this computerized sense that just goes over certain games it's like Dragon Quest 11 I love it I love that game but just you look at it and you compare it to Fire Emblem Three Houses and I just really prefer Fire Emblem Three Houses so whoever directed that art style they deserve a raise okay because that's the way I like anime to look alright thank you for taking my call um, y'all have a great weekend bye bye there you go yay it's Matt from Thanks, Texas Matt. Thank I you, Matt. I agree a hundred percent. By the way, um, sorry I didn't mean to take away your thanks, Kelly. But no, that's it fun. was. I mean, he is spot on. Like I have such a hard time with the Tales of games for their art direction, and I think that Fire Emblem Three Houses is just gorgeous. Man, the anime is hard to get right in three D. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I remember being very like the first anime game I think I played was um, Star Ocean Three, and I remember being just very turned. Those models in that game looked so off-putting that I couldn't stand it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've never. Yeah. No, aesthetic in an anime game is really important because I think it's ultimately going to turn a lot of people off or on to a game. So, yeah. Thanks, Matt. If you uh, hang out in our Discord, you actually know Matt from Texas. He is Budai. B-U-D-A-I. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah you never made that connection before, <laughs> did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen him around, and I'm just like, I just assume they're two separate people. Nope, that's Matt from Texas. But Anna, how does one join Discord? Uh, you go to rpgamer.com slash Discord, and then click the link. Alex, you're a good soul. <laughs> All right. Um, now we're now we're going to go to this week's question of the week, which is, uh, so, uh, hey, ha- have you heard of the Dark Eye tabletop system? So apparently this is super popular in Europe. So have you heard of it, Alex? I have, but I think I've played. Blackwell, right? Dark Eye, Dark Eye video games, yeah, Black yeah. Gods. It's yeah, most, it. yeah, it's primarily popular in Germany is the main one. So countries around there. Gotcha. All right. So uh, Crow wrote in and he says, uh, question of the week. Someone has to pitch in, right? I am European, but I've never heard of the dark guy. Admittedly, the Anglophone friendly parts of Europe are probably more likely to overlap with the US. I can confirm that David Hasselhoff was never big in the UK. Continental Europe, on the other hand. Yeah, that's true, right? He Isn't he like crazy popular in Germany? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need Noodle. She runs like yeah. the official David Hasselhoff. 
Oh, yeah, he was semi, semi-popular, but pretty much in the same way he is in the US. Gotcha. All right. Sweet. Um, all right. Victor writes in, question of the week? No. <laughs> uh, I, Victor also says, I finished my JRPG July pick of The Legend of Dragoon, and my final takeaway is flawed, fun, and memorable, but only, if, but only play it if you're fine with quick time events. I, I I'm just gonna you know personally emphasize flawed. <laughs> anyway, your favorite game, Anna. <sighs> All right, I had to review this back when review copies were physical things and they had to be sent to me, and like it took forever for the mail to come in, and sometimes I got like crazy high import fees on stuff, so. Yeah, Doug sent me, like, five PlayStation games to review, and not only did they get my name completely wrong on the manifest and the payment, um, but I got charged, like, $50 of import fees. I was so mad. And it wasn't even Doug's fault. So, anyways. Um, Yes, Victor. uh, The turn-based combat revolves around being able to perform additions, which are brief quick-time events for every non-magical attack. Failing the addition makes the attack do less damage, and by the end game, the bosses tend to have tons of HP. Performing additions is so important that it can be more effective to rely on weaker, simpler additions that are easier to execute. The game's most notable flaws are its long load times and its striking lack of combat options. It's pretty much learn additions or bust. On the positive side, the additions do give the player something to focus on and make combat more interesting. The story is heavily, very heavily JRPG anime style. It's got a few notable surprises that may or may not catch the player unaware, like someone dying within the first 30 minutes. Overall, I can see why some gamers would dislike Legend of the Dragoon, but I can also see why it has such a cult following. I'm definitely glad I played it, and I should have given it a chance 20 years ago when I tried it the first time and shelved it out of frustration over the quick time events. All right. If you want to provide feedback, and we're going to have a question courtesy of Peter this week, um, you have a few options. Um, one, you can email us at uh, podcastrpgamer.com. You can call us like Matt from Texas did. Yay, Matt from Texas. Um, and that number is uh, 608-729-4098. You can uh, yeah, call or text. And, uh, or you can, uh, go to our website, rpgamer.com, find the, uh, RPG cast thread, plop your comment in there. We've been pretty bad about tweeting them, so I don't want to say answer a tweet. Um, and then if you want to watch the show live, like Vaughn, uh, like lots of other people, cause I don't have my window up. I think Power Lord's there too. Um, you can come to twitch.tv slash rpgamer and tune in live. Be part of our awesome, awesome audience. All right. Um, it's time for news. Thank you. All right. Um, so EaseNet announced this week that there is going to be... I found a bird in the window. Okay. Okay. Um, a trial version of uh, Shenmue 3 coming to uh, Kickstarter supporters and Slacker backers. So there's no a release date yet for this trial version. Game doesn't exist. I don't um, believe it. It is expected to go live during the second half of September. You know this game is real because uh. remember everybody got mad because it's Epic exclusive now. Oh right. Okay. Angry face. As long as we can be mad about it, it exists. 
something like that. That isn't quite what I meant, but sure, let's roll with it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so um, they did announce that they are going to be going to the Epic Game Store. Um, if you requested a Steam copy, you can um, either switch the, the version that you're getting or just get a refund. Um, the game is slated for November 19th, 2019 for PC, PS4. And um, Limited Run Games is handling the North American Physical Collector's Edition. This game is such a train wreck. Because there's like European Physical Collector's Editions, but that's being done by what? Um, that's not a train. That's not the game being a train wreck. That's like the normal train wreckiness of Kickstarter, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. It's like we've got 14 different partners involved. Physical objects will undoubtedly be delayed. If we're lucky, they'll be delayed longer than the game. If well, we're not lucky, you'll get your yeah. physical stuff three years before the game. <laughs> I mean, remember that the whole thing with um, limited run games is they prefer to print the physical version when all of the patches oh, are on right. the disc. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the chances of this actually being physical this year is like nil. Nil. Yeah. Yeah. nil. It's, yeah, it's deep silver publishing it, so they'll be doing European stuff. Yep. Because they're European based. Um, yeah, but people don't like deep silver. I forget why. Because they forked up so many of the Atlas stuff, uh, Atlas things that they did. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Know. Yeah, if you're in Europe and you don't like uh, Deep Silver, tell us why. That's not our question of the week, though. <laughs> just do it anyway. Just, just, just do it. You know, we're just regular feedback. Just, we just can have that feedback. too. Yes. That's right. Hey, who just scoffed? Mm. Yeah, carrying on. Mm. Um, yeah, so Shenmue 3, <laughs> the train wreck. Um, hey, this is exciting for me. King's Bounty 2 got announced. What? Yeah. So they did for like uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One sometime in 2019. Isn't this an old game? I'm yeah, yeah. Confused. So remember, there's a, there was a bunch of King's Bounty games that came out like a long time ago. And then 1C bought the rights to the game. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to put out all the King's Bounty games. And then they did like multiple King's Bounty games all in a row. And they were all okay, but not super special awesome. Yeah. And then they kind of went quiet for a while. Because, um, yeah, like um, King's, the first King's Bounty game came out in like 2008 or 2009. These are like the Might and Magic Heroes types yes. games, right? Yes, yes, yes. And there were old versions of them too. Yeah, so I didn't know that. I thought those newer ones were the yeah. old ones. No, I'm no. so confused. No. So King's the, the original, Bounty. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. The original was released in 1990. Oh my gosh! That was, that was yeah. actually designed by the creator of the Might and Magic series. Oh. Yeah. So the the Might and Magic guy beat feet, and then when um, 3DO started making Heroes of Might and Magic, he's like, I can do that too, and he made um, the old King's Bounty games. Yeah, well, the first King's Bounty is even on the Genesis. They had a, you got a Genesis port. Yep, got a console release. And then he kind of disappeared, and so did King's Bounty. And then once he bought up the rights uh, in, like, the end of the 2000s. And then they made um, a bunch of games on a whole row. King's Bounty Armored Princess, King Bounty's Warrior of the North, King's Bounty Dark Side. Dark Side I didn't play because I was kind of King's Bounty'd out at that point. Because they were all just kind of okay. And what was the Armored Princess one? You liked that one I did lot, really right? like it. Yeah, that was my favorite out of all of them. I just felt like it had the best design choices out of all the games. I actually played um, Warriors of the North one year for um, 
for extra life. Oh, cool. And you had gone to bed and I'd gotten up and was like, I'm going to finish my last few hours. And so I played that on stream while you were sleeping. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I was probably really tired. You were quite tired because you'd done the whole 25 hours. Oh, okay. And yeah. I'd been like, now nah, I'm going to go sleep now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's been a while. Uh, King's Bounty Darkside was like four years ago, at least. I don't know. Um, yeah, so King's Bounty 2 is coming this year. Um, so Nintendo decided to standardize their um, presentations for independent games. So they're no longer Nindies. They're now Indie World in huh? all regions. What? Yeah, so remember how they... No, Nindies is better. I know. But it's they've decided to... Isn't Doug Bowser the in Nindies guy and now no. he's in charge and it's not Nindies? Or no, 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 so no, 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 no. Damon Baker oh, left and okay. left um, the guy with... Uh, same like, initials, so close enough. It, it's um, He's the guy that has the real smooth, buttery voice yeah, and I, I like listening mean. to him. Yeah. Uh, what, the guy from Nintendo Life? Yeah. Or Nintendo World? Yeah, yeah. So No, no, he's a Nintendo employee. Oh, and He focuses on Indies. Okay. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Something about an indie showcase. Sexy guys that aren't you. Right, right. We learned that um, uh, uh, Microsoft game is actually coming to Switch, and people um, thought it wouldn't. Like Cuphead? Yeah, but the... the no, one... Ori. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just find this really funny, because the Ori guy had a massive tantrum on Twitter, um, and, and was very upset because he couldn't get a hold of a dev kit. This was like a long time ago, but he swore that Ori would never be on a Nintendo console again sure that was him <laughs> yep okay i even looked it up this week oh so yeah um eastward um this is an upcoming rpg um from the indie publisher chucklefish being developed by pixpill um so this was originally supposed to be pc and mac and now it will be coming to nintendo switch for 2020 follows john and sam as they journey through a world that is falling into ruin um torchlight 2 made a brief appearance um, reminding people that it's coming to Nintendo Switch as well as PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on September 3rd. September 3rd is a terrible day to put stuff out. There's 18 million games coming out on that day. Remember? Don't play them. Uh, you I don't just, have to play all the games, Anna. I liked Torchlight 2. I'm just undecided about whether I'm interested in supporting this console port. Supporting this console? Okay. Reasons. Reasons. All right. I'm mad at Perfect World. I get it. Even though the company you're working for right now got money from Perfect World. No. Yeah. Oh, that's what you told me. So um, update me later then. Yeah, then I, I think you misunderstood what I, I was saying. I think I did too. So okay. mad at Perfect World. Not sure if you want to give them money for Torchlight 2, but also Torchlight 2 on Switch. Yeah! How about just play Diablo 3 on Switch, which we already have, and it's awesome. Um, Because mm -hmm. I like Torchlight 2 mm -hmm. better? No. False. Um, Invalid opinion. Fine. Anyways, um, other games that were mentioned. It has uh, better music. Dungeon. So. <coughs> Torchlight has way better. Uh, music. Dungeon Defenders Awakened, which is the sequel to Dungeon Defenders. Hey, is we it used to play this. Or is it a remake? No, it's a sequel. Okay, because they have Dungeon Defenders too. That's yes, already a thing. It is explicitly called out as a sequel. Like, are they forgetting about Dungeon Defenders 2? I guess. I mean, it wasn't that good. I, well, just because I didn't play it doesn't mean it wasn't good. Um, I played it. I you played, played Dungeon Mist Defenders 2? Yeah, I played it with oh. Miss Yona and Chrissy. Okay. 
Well, I stand corrected. So no good, huh? Yeah. First right. one was better. Does this um, one so look yeah, better? Thunder's or the Defenders right Awaken. It, yeah, I guess. Um, this got kickstarted. Oh, so it'll be out in twenty twenty five. February twenty twenty five. No. <laughs> Stop that! It's a Kickstarter game. No, they really blame me? They've, they've. No, I can't. But still, <laughs> stop it. Um. All right. Uh. What else got mentioned? Uh. Yeah. So PC, Nintendo Switch in February 2020 with PS4 and Xbox coming at a later date because it's uh, it's Nintendo Switch exclusive first. Um. What else did they talk about? They talked about Catquest Do. Yay! Yes. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. They talked about Skellboy, which is coming to Nintendo Switch on December 3rd. Um, also coming to PC, Max, and Linux. No, re- no release date for those. All right. Um, yeah, so you play as a skeleton that like gets to swap out his body parts. It actually looks what? really cool. I'm not used to liking this type of game, but I think I might actually give it a try. Anyways, back to the is thing that's way more important. People? No, I, I realized that I skipped a game. No, no, but Skellquest? Yes. Like you replace with different bones? Or like yeah, different body Skell parts. Boy. Skell, Skell boy. Skell boy. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I jumped Sorry. between games. All right. I said Cat Quest Two because I got excited. And then you said. And then Skell realized boy. that I had skipped a game and mm-hmm. went back to Skell boy. Okay. Is that is that clear as mud? That's weird, but all right. Claire Kamlabu. Yeah. All right. Um. Now on to the most important thing: Cat Quest Two, the Lupus Empire. It's coming to PC on September twenty fourth. PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch in fall 2019. Um, Is our first announcement of Cat Quest 2, right? No, oh. not at all. Okay. It's our first announcement of a release date. Oh, all right. Yep. They actually hinted at a sequel in the first game. Yeah, I told Chris about this, and he's like, I don't remember that at all. I didn't get to it. it oh, you didn't? It's a quest like way up north in the yeah, game, and it... Hence that there's doggos. Remember, I played on iOS, and it literally hurt too much to keep playing that game. Oh. And I don't think they have controller support even now on iOS, which is stupid. No, but we have it on the Switch. I know, and play I'll play it, it on that. the Switch. I just haven't gotten around to it. Switch. I'm just... I'm still so bitter. Good. It's like, why wouldn't you add controller support on iOS? Give me a freaking break. Um, Because it didn't sell as well on that system, and it's not worth continuing to support. I guess it didn't. I don't know that it didn't. I mean, if someone deliberately chooses to not backport well, a feature... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What's it coming out on again? Cat Quest 2? Yeah. Uh, PC on September 24th. Mm-hmm. PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch in fall 2019. No mention of iOS? Correct. That's that's what tells us it didn't sell well on iOS. <laughs> yeah. Now I understand. And I'm sure the four people that (laughs) bought it on iOS, including Chris, are very upset about that. It was a lot cheaper on iOS, I'll tell you that much. So they probably didn't get a good profit margin. They probably had to uh, discount it significantly to get any traction. And at that point, what's the point? Yeah. Anyways. Um, Yeah. And then uh, they mentioned two other RPGs. Sparklight coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this fall. Hey, Dale North does the music for that. He also does the music for our podcast. And it is awesome. Yeah. Um, he and charges then, reasonable rates. Yes. If you need music, talk to him. Well, actually talk to his agent. Yeah, don't talk to him. Yeah. Uh, his agent is awesome, though. So, All right. Um, and then last thing that uh, came up on the Nintendo Indie Showcase Indie World. Um, Munchkin 
Quacked Quest. Wait, a Munchkin video game? A Munchkin RPG. Oh. It's a dungeon crawler, it looks like. Kind of, well, sort of. Munchkin is a card game about dungeon crawling. So yes. Yeah, I was going to say that that's makes sense. <laughs> well, fine. It better be a dungeon crawler. <laughs> I'm actually or looking else. forward to that. I think it's going to be a little fun. Yeah, because Munchkin is, is really fun with all yeah. the different cards and stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed Munchkin I a lot. I just want my so. duck. Duck in a dungeon. <laughs> duck on your head? Yep. Which expansions are they going to incorporate, you know, do you think? Um, I don't know if there's a ton of info out for this yet. Okay. It was kind of like very briefly mentioned at the end in like a wrap-up. And I haven't seen a press release for it. Did you, Alex? Sorry, what's that for? Uh, the Munchkin okay. RPG. No, not Yeah, really. okay. I don't know if they put out a press release. I think they just kind of expected to sell on the name, which is probably a poor decision. Um, is Simon okay? He's fine. He's just squeaking while stretching. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to find about... about we're going to find out more about it soon because it's coming. Switch on Switch Fall 2019. I just... I have lost control of my mouth. Just and words, I don't know what yeah. To do. Words are hard, okay? <laughs> don't mind her. She's Canadian. <laughs> I mind her. I'm stuck with her. Hi, love you. What's up? What's you next? married her. I did. I chose this life. You imported This life me. didn't choose me. I chose it. <laughs> you imported her. <laughs> so you what's your real Canadian, Canadian name? <laughs> that's a joke no one's gonna get and we're that not gonna put it up perfect. nope that's insider oh, oh man that was excellent well timed what else we got for news anna and anna moose any moose <laughs> Animable. Nope, you can't quit. <laughs> Damn it. Not allowed. Otherwise, we have to send you back. <laughs> ah! Wait, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I was going to say, you might take yourself up on that offer. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, this podcast. What I a mean... train wreck. What else we got going on, Anna? Uh, uh, um, The Witcher 3 is is coming to the Switch in October. Yeah, I don't and, think that's news. Um, Cyberpunk, well, it, it was oh, leaked. Oh, the release date is. Right? Yeah, yeah. It got leaked, and then they kind of knew whatever. And then they uh, they they have now announced a release date for it. So um, Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt is coming to the Switch on October 15th, 2019. And it will be um, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition, including Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine Anna, expansions. It's the Switcher 3. I hate you. I, I want to divorce. Von. It's Vaughn's fault. He did it, not me. Okay, Kelly, you need you to get a divorce. Go, you want yeah. me to go upstairs go and take them. care of that? Yeah, 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 thanks. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's also going to have 16 pieces of free DLC um, that were released across various platforms. Um, yes. And then they also, uh, uh, 
CD Projekt Red also announced that Cyberpunk 2077 will come out on the Google Stadia service. Um, there's no launch date for the Stadia version of the game, um, but the game does come out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on April 16th. <sighs> okay, now I'm good. You're good. What's going on? I'm I'm changing to the next story. What's the next story? Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster is finally coming out. Woo-hoo. On September third. Isn't that Sephiroth? Or is that no? That's the fake rat No, this is the opening movie. Liberty Fatale. Oh, yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm the only person on the planet that's actually excited for this. Um, I, hey, I, I will watch the opening movie to FF8 whenever you want. That's all I'm going to say gonna about that. play it, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to say I'm super excited, but I'm going to give it a go because I haven't I, played it since I was in high school. Yeah. I can't I'm, wait. Excited, I'm excited for it, but not excited for it on September the 3rd. I'm yeah. excited to see Robin Williams <laughs> in high definition. Um... <laughs> And that's about it. I love how Square Enix is leaning into all the memes for this game. They are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So haven't you ever seen that meme that's like, you're the best looking guy here? Yeah. And then it's a close up of Squall and his I don't faces. really understand oh, that yeah. meme. Where did that come from? Terrible. Oh. Because the, the rendering was really horrible on the oh, PlayStation. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually put out that meme with the, with the updated graphics. And it looks so he, better. Yes, he does. That's why I saw that. I'm like, why is this a meme? <laughs> it's like, oh, because everything was just like three pixels on the PlayStation yes. One, right? Yeah. Right. Well, that was a long time a joke. That was the joke of how bad PS One and early 3D graphics look. Was that screenshot? Yeah. yeah you're the best looking guy here. That's why I couldn't yeah. even stand 3D games. Literally looks like PS2. a pixel smear. <laughs> And yet, at the time, that was like amazing graphics. Oh, it's no, so pretty. No, I disagree. Xenogears, amazing graphics in the 2D sections. Final Fantasy VIII, no, nah, not so much. Just Before I, right now, though, I never heard the Robin Williams one. It oh, like, really? took me a second when you said it. You know it, who I'm talking like, about, oh my, though, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> but it like took me. I was like, I'd never heard. Where is there? Oh. That was big on our site, at least. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big RP Gamer meme. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. It was a meme before memes were a meme. (laughs) But no one mentions that Squall looks like David Bowie. Uh, No, he's too pouty. Yes, I don't know. Young pouty David Bowie, but David Bowie. No, Squall's face is too well proportioned, and Bowie's got some weird teeth stuff and whatnot going on. He's English. Yeah. Well, Squall isn't. All right, well, Amana, Amana did do the Bowie tribute, which was pretty awesome. That's true. Yeah, when anyway. it comes to incorporating like hairstyles and stuff, Amano seems like a good choice for that, right? Yeah. All right, uh, we are totally off track. Right, Final Fantasy Remaster is coming on September 3rd, 2019. It will be available on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch for $19.99. Um, uh, this game originally came out on the PlayStation in 99, PC 2000. Um, they took a long time for this to come out because they lost the source code, <laughs> like many other Square Enix games. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I I'm I'm interested in playing this, 
but I'm kind of 100% with Alex here in that I'm not interested in playing it in September because there are 80 bajillion other games coming out in September. There are 80 bajillion games coming out on September 3rd. Yeah, I How? can't decide All if right. I'm picking a horrible time to go out of the country or a great time. Can I have a full list of what's coming out on September 3rd? Can anyone give me that? Um, if you go to rpgamer.com and check the right-hand column, you might actually be able to find something like that. Oh, Ta-da! You tell it to me on this podcast. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. I think there's too many games coming out yeah, next week. Yeah, um, see all releases. Um, well, we don't oh, even have we, everything we do all it the by, time. We so. do it by platform. Um, if nothing else, Torchlight 2, Trollin Morna, Final Fantasy 8, and then there's something else as well. This... Yeah, there's there's a lot of games coming out on 3rd. And that's you even didn't just... even list a single thing that I'm going to worry about playing on September 3rd. Okay. Come on, give me more. You no, I don't have the me? rest. All right. Ask me after the 27th. Okay. Because there's like four, four or five games coming out on the 27th. Well, I can't ask you next weekend. Oh, fine. You won't yeah, be Because we won't be here. All right, yeah. next story. Uh, Cat Quest 2. <laughs> um, they they Did we do this already? They officially announced dogs to the party. Wait, wait what? Yes. Friendly so, dogs, not evil dogs? Ye, well, both. You have a partner character that's a dog. Yep. No. No, this is Cat Quest, not Dog Quest. Are you going to play the dog for me? No. I'm not going to be a dog. I'll be a cat. Can I get a partner cat? No. Finally got the is, is, yeah, is the this like asking if you can play as a if you can play as a guy instead of a girl? <laughs> is, is this the new can I play? As? I play as cats all the times in games. I um, and that's just how I I feel. Right, I don't want to play as a dog. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making this way too real for Anna. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ignoring sexist Twitter. Yeah. um, So yeah, Cat Quest Two: The Lupus Empire. They put out a new trailer um, that's showing you playing as a cat with your dog partner. Um, And oh, I lied. It's also coming to Android and iOS, but they don't have any sort of release information for those platforms. Oh. Uh huh. Um, And so, if you're unfamiliar with the Cat Quest games. Um, they are 2D, um, top-down action RPGs, kind of Zelda-esque in view, but the combat's all action-y based, and then you cast magic, and then you wah, dodge out of the way. It's very fun. Uh, apparently, the cat and the dog are going to have unique abilities. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Can I dress my dog up as a cat? No. But I want to be a partner cat. <laughs> don't don't no, be a speciesist. Listen. It's funny you mentioned that because in, I watched the gameplay demo that they put out and they were kind of being a little bit cagey about the fact that it was a dog. Oh. Even though it's clearly a dog. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe he thinks he's a cat and finds out he's a dog. Oh, that's Plot. funny. <laughs> Malo isn't a frog, Anna. What? <laughs> Chris, how could you spoil such an important plot point? <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? Uh, what'd you say, John? Uh, it says a cat wearing a dog suit. Yeah. Yep. Spoiled. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. All right. <laughs> yeah, so Cat Quest. But Kelly and I are going to be like racing through that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably going to be a day one purchase play, though. 
Not if it comes out in September. No, and I don't think it's... It says fall, so probably not September if they haven't announced it this point. Yeah. Just because they have to queue up a bunch of... Yeah, uh, I don't want to get into it. Um, Code Vein um, is going to have a demo on September 3rd prior to its release on September 27th. So it's weird, though. The demo is only PS4 and Xbox One. Alex? Yeah. Even though the game is also coming to PC? Yeah. That's that's weird. I wonder why there's a console demo and not a PC demo. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um Code Vein is a it's a Souls like, right? Yeah. Chris doesn't like it. This so. is the anime Souls like. The one um, where isn't... I kept falling off the world. <laughs> is it isn't Souls kind of anime? Yes, but this okay. is even this is anime, anime, Anna. This is this is this painfully is anime. The, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. So it's coming out September twenty seventh for PC, PS four, and Xbox. They also put out a behind the scenes video if you want to watch that. All right. Path of Exile. Um, I like Path of Exile. I just don't have time to play it. There's a game I don't have time to play. So did one of our staff play this? Uh, oh, the review or the preview? No. Okay, no. it grinding gears. Oh, okay, sorry. So this this was uh, an interview. Uh, there's a Skype call. Cool. Yeah, they do these like every expansion now. Okay. Yeah. They're like, hey, come on the call. We'll tell you all about it. Cool. Show you a video. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a ton of very detailed information, so I'm not going to dive into it for the podcast because we'd be here for like half an hour. But if you're interested in the Blight expansion, um, which is coming, did they say when? Uh, September 6th on PC. 6th on PC and then 9th on PS4 and Xbox One. Yep. Um, and if you happen to be in New Zealand, uh, there is an Exile Con happening November 16th and 17th, 2019. It's like a BlizzCon, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's uh, funny because they sort of mention, they mention some of the comparisons to BlizzCon because it's yeah, happening shortly before. Huh, okay. Um, hey, it's a good week to be a Yakuza fan. As Kelly yes, has repeatedly is. told me this week. She's like, I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, um, out of kind of nowhere, Sega, surprise, um, announced Yakuza 3, 4, and 5. And Yakuza 3 is available right freaking now. So the games are receiving a staggered digital launch. So Yakuza 3 is available now. Yakuza 4 is coming October 29th, 2019. And Yakuza 5 is coming February 11th, 2020. These are all PS4 games. So Yakuza 3, 4, 5 were the PS3 games. Um, the remasters um, re- uh, basically make it so that every single mainline Yakuza game is now available on PS4. So that's cool. Um, two things. I loved how Josh was like, nothing can pull me from Fire Emblem. And then they do this. <laughs> and two, I love that the uh, physical collector's edition comes with a PS3 box for three. Because <laughs> that game never came out physically, did it? No, I don't think it did. Or no, it was five. I'm, I'm mistaken. It's five that has a... Oh, wait. 
One of yeah, them has a five. PS3 box. Yeah. Five. Okay. okay. Sorry, I was confused because we was talking about three extensively last night. <laughs> I don't want to be like too optimistic about it, but does it feel like Sega is doing really, really well recently? Um. Well, this is the Atlas side of Sega. Yeah, it's it's basically launched off the fact that it bought Atlas. Oh, gotcha. How I didn't, I didn't, I'm not a Yakuza guy, ago. so I, yeah, I don't really know much about it. But it, I, yeah, just I don't know. Like this stuff's happening. You know, they announced that we're finally getting Fantasy Star Online two and all this different stuff. And I'm just like, I, I, I mean, heard that was also being. But isn't Yakuza always been Sega? No, it's no. Yeah. Wait, maybe yeah. yes, yeah. yes. It, but there it had, but yeah, before. Yeah, five was I think slightly before they actually bought Atlas, and that was when Sega was on its somewhat of its downturn. Um, hmm. That being said, there are some like super duper ultra fans of um, Yakuza at Atlas, and so I feel like those were kind of the people that were really behind the resurgence of this series. Because I don't know if I mentioned this or not, they are completely retranslated, and they are retranslated much better. Oh, they they put them through the new pipeline. Also, right. new... yeah, they've got like a really. I t- saw this on a Tim Rogers video on Kotaku where they interviewed the localization guy from yeah, Red, Judgment uh, and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, Trigger Red, and he's like, they've got like this great pipeline for doing really good localizations. So. They're only they only have the one subtitle track though, right? They didn't do the thing like with Judgment where they have no, subtitles and subtitles. Yeah, so it's just subtitles. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've completely retranslated the games, That's and awesome. all of the cut content has been returned to the games. Yay! So for one of the games, they took out the um, the uh, hostess clubs, mm-hmm. and they took out Mahjong. And so both of those are back in. I guess that's Yakuza 3 since it's the one that's out now that we can confirm. But yeah, Cug Content is back in. Uh, so yeah, the if you're interested in a physical edition as opposed to buying each game uh, separately digitally, um, the Collector's Edition, the Yakuza Remastered Collection Day 1 Edition comes out February 11th, 2020, which is when Yakuza 5 comes out. Um, you get 3, 4, and 5 on two discs, um, a Dragon of Dojima design case, and then a Yakuza 5 PlayStation 3 case. Yep. Oh, they put a Shogi back in, too. Oh, in the massage parlor. Wow, wow. All right. Um, this media... Has... I'm going to, I'm, I'm just want to announce I'm going to be playing so many Yakuza style games because I've been watching Fist of the North Star in my free time lately. And now I really want to play through the Fist of the North style, North Star Yakuza style game that they put out a couple of years ago. Are you going to turn down the, the goop? Um, if it bugs you, sure. Yes. I don't think it'll be as bad as you think, but why don't we play around with it and see where you're comfortable? Eh. Goop. That See, game? I'm I'm pro goop, but you know, if if that's the only way you can be in the living room, I will make adjustments. Okay. Um so Viz Media, I think earlier this year announced that they were going to start publishing video games, which is kind of weird. Um but anyways, they finally announced their first title, which is um Garden Story. Mm. Um so Garden Story puts players in the role of Concord, the newly appointed village guardian. Um, Concord has to deal with uh, mysterious rot affecting the previously flourishing island from the village is on, um, and he will be able to call upon 
Uh, he, he will be able to use the power of friendship to uh, add allies to his party. So uh, we have an appointment for this at PAX. Um, so in theory, you will be able to hear hands-on with uh, Zach after he plays this. So please don't ask me which Zach. I can never remember which one's which. <laughs> Zach. Thank you. Zach H. with an H. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. The, we, we talked about this in our Now Playing, but in case you uh, were kind of a little tuned out, there is a Dragon Quest XI-S demo available now. Um, and so that takes you through the entire um, prologue of the game. It's expected to take three to ten hours to finish. Um, so, of course, um, for people that played this on the PlayStation 4, unfortunately, there is no news on whether this content is going to be backported into that game. Um, Chris and I were talking about this, and you suggested, Chris, that they're going to wait until... I'm just assuming the worst. They'll they'll wait, like, six months or a year, and then they'll put out, like, a Dragon Quest XI uh, Enhanced Edition that's got all the, the additional content from the Switch, like the soundtrack and the 2D mode, and it won't be compatible with your save game, and it'll be released at a full price. Or, like, nearly a full price. And so they just want you to buy it again. That's my prediction. But so they're waiting for I'm you pessimistic. to lose hope? Yeah. And then buy the Switch version and then announce the new PlayStation version? Yes. <laughs> I, I just assume the absolute worst from Square Enix. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, the Persona 5 Royal yeah. method of oh, yeah. updating well, things. Uh, without an extra edition on another platform, but yeah. Yeah, because remember, Persona 5S is Persona 5 Scramble. It's a Musou game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, next story. Paranoia. Happiness is mandatory. Uh, has a PC release date. Um, so they put out a new developer diary this uh, month that covers game combat, dialogue systems, and the challenging challenges of adapting a tabletop RPG into a digital RPG. Um. And so they, the release date is October 3rd, 2019. And they are still insisting that the console versions are coming out later this year. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's going to be next year. Right. Um, Hades. So, oh, 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 Epic Game Store news. Hades is frozen <laughs> over. Hades is frozen over. All right. Um, so Hades has uh, completed its um, early, its uh, epic exclusive period and is now available on Steam. So this is um, a game that is available in early access from Supergiant Games. No, um, it hasn't completed it yet. It will be in early access on December 10th. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That's when it'll have completed it, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Epic Game Store um, exclusivity is for a year. And so um, this game has been in early access since last December. Um, once it finishes its early access uh, or its exclusivity period, it will immediately come to Steam as an early access title. So get excited if mm. you're interested in playing this game. There's also going to be a live concert at PAX on August 31st next week. Cool. Featuring people doing music from Supergiant Games, conducted by Austin Wintory. Is that a name I should know? He does a lot of game music. Okay. He did Journey and the Banner Saga series, amongst others. Cool. All right. So, less exciting news than I thought. Um, And if you're unfamiliar with Hades, Hades is a roguelite where players 
take control of the Prince of the Underworld, who is seeking to escape the clutches of death. Um, and it's uh, it's a play until you die, and then carry over some progress, and play until you die, carry over some progress, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you don't want to wait till December, it's available now in the Epic Game Store for twenty four ninety nine. Um, Mistover. Um, is this? It's got a lot of mist in it. Yeah. Um, From Crafton. Oh, I'm like, isn't this a? Isn't this a? a book and it's like no wait that's Mistborn. Yeah, this Mistborn. is the one I uh, did an interview on a couple months ago it's uh it's like a it's a roguelike yeah this trailer doesn't really show anything <laughs> uh, but yeah they, they they have a release date uh it's coming October 10th 2019 uh for PC PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch so PlayStation 4 is the new um, console that they announced with this particular announcement. All right, Anna, tell me about my favorite sci-fi series, Wizardry. Huh? Oh, are you jumping to the next story already? That was a transition. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. That it didn't work, apparently. <laughs> I, just, I didn't talk about the game at all, but mm. sure, let's jump to the next story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, XE Games announced um, prior to E3 that they were putting out Wizardry Lab into the Lost, um, they wanted to have it out in fall 2019. And then um, a couple of days ago, actually, yeah, a couple of days ago, they put up kind of this cryptic announcement on Twitter and nowhere else. Um, so, yeah, this is this is the announcement they put out. Unfortunately, due to unforeseen IP licensing issues previously mentioned, Wizardry Labyrinth of Lost Souls will not be available to launch on PC this year. Discussions with the licensor have concluded that this title cannot launch until early next year. What does that mean? I, I, that's a lot of words that don't make a lot of sense together. Because I don't know why a license holder would force a publisher to hold a game for for six months. Maybe right, they have so other plans for it. It was originally released in Japan for PS3 in 09. Um, Exceed released the PS3 version in North America in 2011. It got an iOS version worldwide in 2011 and a Vita version in Japan in 2015. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, Hmm. this is all kind of very peculiar. Um, I'm curious what's going on behind the scenes. But anyways, um, we too are eager to get this game out and appreciate our fans' patience with this delay. We look forward to sharing more specifics as soon as we can. So that was I the stopped, end of their statement. I stopped asking questions about licensing when it took them forever to just put Earthbound on virtual console, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Koi Tecmo. Monster Rancher's coming back. Yeah. So um, they announced a port of the original PlayStation Monster Rancher coming to iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch. So unfortunately, this has only been announced for Japan at this time. Uh, so no Western release. So Monster Hunter was released in 1997 and spawned many other games as well as an anime series. So this was the game you put your CD into the console. Yes, and then a monster yes. Console. I loved this game. I, I did too, but how are they going to do the CD thing? Uh, uh, apparently they're not. Codes. 
Yeah. No, no QR codes. That's what it should be, Peter. But it's yeah, not. it's searching a database. Apparently, I don't really get it. Yeah, players search a custom database to acquire new monsters. I don't know what that means, and they didn't elaborate any further than that. Right? It's like, Alex? here's all the monsters in this game. Okay, well, give me the good ones then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite that simple. I wonder if they're going to do like some kind of mini game DNA database. Because hmm. they, like, boy, people. Sorry. People bitch about loot boxes now. Back then, it was like if you didn't have certain printings of CDs, you were pretty much screwed out of certain monsters. Yep. Yeah, I started borrowing CDs from all my friends at school just to try to figure out what, how I was going to get certain monsters. Yeah. And then when you found a CD that did something cool. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was like an amazing moment. I think I brought my whole binder full of discs to my friend's house. And of course, we, we had the big, we were at the beginning of the game, so it wouldn't even let us use certain ones. But we had a whole list of them for like to check later. And I don't think we ever did. <laughs> yep. So um, the iOS and Android version are single player. Nintendo Switch is two player co op. All right. That's all the regular news. Now we get into briefs. Boxers. Um, Hey. Oh, wait, we're not doing that we're joke doing anymore. That anymore. Sorry, sorry. Um, so sorry. Atlas had an art exhibit last weekend um, where they kind of just randomly ran a video that they announced that Persona 5 Royals Western release window has been narrowed to spring of 2020. <laughs> so like when they announced this game, they almost immediately announced that it was coming to North America and then kind of checked out on it because they're busy the the game's not even out in japan yet is it no I yeah don't think october so. 31st it's coming out in japan and so because the game isn't out um you know there wasn't any particular news about north america finally they have broken their silence and it's like yep we are shooting for spring 2020 please don't ask us any more things because we're not going to have any more news about it for a while so yeah the art exhibit was really cool. They had autograph signings and like Q&A sessions and they had pretty art. It was really neat. Makes me sad that I don't live in LA and can't go to these kind of things. Chris, we're moving. Where are we going? LA. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, oops, I opened that story twice. Um, Sword Art Online Alice Alex. Alicization like Okay. Like always. Okay. I think, so the second one usually shuts me up. Um, this is the game that's coming out to iOS and Android. That's going to be free to play with um, in-app no, that, purchases. No, that's the bottom bit. Oh, oh I'm one? sorry. No. Yeah. Right. So they're putting out two Alicization <laughs> games. So like Chorus is the console game. Um, that is coming for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, Alicization Braiding is coming to iOS and Android. It will be free to play with in-app purchases. Okay. Um, Reign of Reflections, the adventure RPG coming from Sweden, um, has announced a release date for Chapter 1, and it will be available for PC via Steam on September 20th. So, Reign of Reflections is a dystopian future after the world's populace has been rendered infertile. So, an episodic RPG. I guess kind of like the Council, right? 
Um, sort of. I think it's more that it's three separate stories rather than. Oh, okay. Rather than one contiguous story. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dragon Star Varnier um, has a PC release date. It's coming on October 9th, 2019. Um, it will be available for a 20% discount for one week after launch on Steam. So uh, this is the game where you're um, a husbando to a bunch of waifus. Because um, it's a guy that gets turned into a witch. Um, because he gets tainted with dragon's blood. and It's it's a combo hot game. Yeah. You fly on brooms. Oh, no. You uh, you lose clothes the more powerful you get. Does that mean get. I'm just selecting areas from a menu and pounding the action button a lot? No. Oh, is that not? I thought that's what Compile Heart meant. Sorry. No. So it's a different developer? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot put out a trailer and screenshots that go over the Cell Saga. Um, Pascal played this at uh, E3, so you can check out his impression. It's coming early 2020 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I'm surprised that this isn't on Switch. This feels like a, a kind of game. That... <laughs> well done. Bless you. Bless you. That's a sneeze. Sorry. Um, the kind of game that would, would do well on Switch. Anyways, um, Ultimate Alliance 3 is adding uh, a new DLC pack in September. So, um, Curse of the Vampire arrives on the Nintendo Switch on September 30th and uh, will include the Marvel Knights Blade, Punisher, Moon Knight, and Morbius. And then it also adds two new modes, Gauntlet Mode and Endurance Mode. So, um, if you want to, if you're interested in the expansions, the expansion pass is available for $17.99. Um, we reviewed this. We reviewed this and we gave it a good score, right? Marvel Ultimate Alliance, three and a half out of five. Ooh, music is forgettable. Yikes. All right. Um, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition has been announced. Um, Ultimate. Yeah, so this will get Pillars of Eternity Deadfire 2 released on consoles. The Ultimate Edition includes the game's three DLC packs, Beast of Winter, Forgotten Sanctum, and Seeker Slayer Survivor. Um, Do we have a release date for this? No, no release date for Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire Ultimate Edition. Just confirmation for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. All right. Uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep uh, has a new trailer. So it was Gamescom this week. So we got like bits and pieces of news from here, there, and everywhere. Um, and there's going to be lots of more news next week because it's PAX next weekend. Um, so if you're interested in checking out, um, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, it is the first major expansion to the game after, um, Bungie, uh, broke away from Activision. Um, and it is coming out on October 1st, 2019, and will be available for PC via Steam, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, they also announced that it is coming to Google Stadia at a later date. All right, um... So we, I think we talked about this three or four weeks ago, but um, classic something classic games announced that they were going to be putting out two new games. Um, and then uh, this week they actually announced that there is going to be a demo for Pillars of Dust. So that comes out this week, um, August 31st. You're going to have to grab it off of their Steam page. The demo lets you play through the first dungeon for each of the two play playable characters, Colton and Greg. Um, Pillars of Dust is um, a, a mashup game um, planned for Q1 2020. 
Um, Capcom put out a big, juicy new developer video for the Iceborne expansion for Monster Hunter World. It is over an hour long, and it has all sorts of information on it. I'm not going to dive into this because it's really Monster Hunter, very specific, detailed information. Um, but if you're interested in checking it out, that trailer or that um, developer video is available on our site. Technically, um, it's under an hour. Hmm? Technically, it's under an hour. Oh. 58 minutes. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Accuracy. Yes, dear. All right. Um, Project Sakura Wars makes Chris sad because it's not a tactical RPG. Yeah. What the heck? Every time, know. every time, he's like, oh, Sakura Wars, you're going to play this, right? Because it's a tactical RPG. I'm like, no, this game is an action game. And he's like, what? I don't understand. Why isn't this cool anymore? <laughs> Sometimes a genre cool? change is a good thing, Chris. Mm. He's so upset. He's so upset that he blanks out on this every time. All right. So, um, yes. So uh, there was another live stream for Project Sakura Wars. Um, and they discussed the London Combat Review Knights of the Round Table. Um, and so, yeah, a bunch of new characters were put out. Um, and then have they... Have they set a release date for North America? Just spring 2020, right? Yep. Yeah. So yes, December 12th on PS4 in Japan. Western release, spring 2020. That is all of the news. Oh, wait. No, no, no. There's one little bit of news. Yay! What is RP it? RP Gamer is available now on OpenCritic.com. So uh, for those unaware, OpenCritic.com is a aggregates uh, review site, kind of similar to Metacritic. OpenCritic is basically like Metacritic sucks. Our, our way is better. So... We are finally available on there. Huzzah! I looked at the page and I couldn't decide if we actually don't like RPGs or if RPGs are just a bad genre. I mean, it's like every genre. You have a, you know, you have a section of games that are really good. You have a section of games that are mediocre. And then you have a section of games that are bad. And the, the thing is, is it's hard 30% to... 30% recommendation. Well, yeah, but I mean... Yeah, well, I... I did that because based on the scores of four four out of five or above because uh, the way it words it is the question is do you recommend this unconditionally oh got it yeah and rpgs are such a taste driven genre yeah hmm. anyways i got a lot yeah. i mean i mean most of the games you'd recommend but with caveats so yeah yeah i understand that i didn't realize there was like a you know, a, a descriptor for that. I was just like, I would figure anything that was a seven and above you'd recommend, uh, or 3.5 yeah. rather. Well, I mean, I'd probably recommend three out of five games to yeah. certain people, depending, but yeah, unequivocally, it needs to be a bit higher than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyways. So if you're uh, not a fan of Metacritic and want to get your ratings elsewhere, um, in terms of RP Gamer, you have choices. Very excited about this. We've been trying to get on there for a while, so yay! All right, uh, that is all the news. Uh, all right, yes, question of the week. So uh, this was Peter's question. I had him put it in so that we didn't forget it. Peter, what was the question? The question was uh, it came from a random Twitter thought. Uh, what was one of your favorite gaming memories of all time, but not necessarily in a game specific? So just gaming related memory that makes you lol um can you give us an example 
I did. Um, I, I posted this on Twitter as well, but I had, um, and this is kind of dating me a little bit, but back when I was lending games in school, like that was the only way to pass games along. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine lent me uh, Breath of Fire and there's uh, light spoilers, but there's a part in the game where a character leaves and then when they come back they get these new abilities that let you travel and things like that and i was just blown away um so i called his house phone because cell phones weren't really a thing yet and left like a 10 minute long voice or answering machine message um (laughs) and his mom found it first (laughs) so he uh he calls me back and he's like hey um, you can't do that anymore. My mom doesn't want to hear about your gaming rants. <laughs> um, but anytime I think about it, it makes me laugh. And um, I, I also kind of segued into that. And I was like, I wonder if he was the one who really got me like hardcore press in the RPGs. Because I think because of him, I borrowed um, Breath of Fire and Earthbound. And I love both of those games dearly. So. I the one off the top of my head is me and my husband, who at the time was just my coworker, sharing a car to go pick up uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 because we were we pre-ordered it at the same uh, GameStop. And we were just friends at the time, and people were like, oh my god, you two, you're, good, you're, you're such a couple, and both of us kind of got really mad about that. And then, like, what, 13 years later, we're married and living happily ever after? <laughs> That's cute. Um, yeah, I don't... I'll have to think about stories like that when I was a little kid. I almost got the crap beaten out of my brother because I was the first kid on our block that beat Sonic 3. (laughs) And the other kids got mad at my brother because what was he doing letting a girl play that much video games? (laughs) Oh, no. Wow. Look, it was the 80s. Sexism was was a thing. I thought that was a way different reason for getting him beat up. It's like, wow. He just did uh, did not like him. Oh no, well, he, you're... Was, he was quite popular on in the neighborhood, oh. so it was your I brother's was... friends would have Sorry, your brother's friends would have hated me then. Oh yeah. Hmm. Alright, um so yeah. So question of the week. What was one of your favorite gaming memories of all time, not necessarily in a game itself? So like tell us about the time that you called up your buddies and left detailed ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> on their answering sheet. <laughs> I got a message like that. It's not gaming related, but my best friend had had a uh, had a big uh, campfire every year um, on New Year's Eve. Except one year, she kind of flubbed the invitation and uh, left a message on my answering machine and said, "Do you want to come to my house fire?" <laughs> so after that, every year we 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 got invited to Cookie's house fire. Nice. <laughs> The weird things we do as children. <laughs> I know. I you know. I I can imagine how. I obviously don't remember the mail voicemail. You know, word for word or anything. But back then, I was very excitable. Um, I mean, it, it's easy to be when you're that young because you. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feels like back then. I mean, I feel like I feel like an old man. Uh-huh. But um, you know, I I can I can remember my excitement and just like 
literally talking in great detail about the fact that like XYZ happened and oh my god they fly and now I don't have to walk anywhere. Oh, that was the uh that was my asterisk at the end of the story was that I was also really bad at playing RPGs, so I used the world travel so much that I actually couldn't beat Breath of Fire because I was way under leveled. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, it all came full circle. I was like, yeah, that's what started me not ever beating games. <laughs> you know, all the talk of answering machines and old phones is reminding me of another memory where I had a bunch of people school at school calling my house because I was the only person that could figure out the log puzzle in the Lion King game. Log. If you all were familiar oh with that gosh, at all. Oh my gosh, I think my parents would have been so pissed if that was happening to me. <laughs> and and it was one of those things that frustrated me because I was like, guys, that log puzzle is not that hard. The monkey puzzle in the second level was much harder. I don't remember the log. The monkey puzzle I remember very vividly, but the log one I don't. There was, there was logs going down a waterfall and you had to jump up them in a certain way in order to get past them. And once you figured out the trick, it was actually very easy to do. But for some reason, none of my friends could figure that out. Your friends were losers. No, I think so. <gasps> I was kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I had kind of crappy friends, but that's another story for another day. Yeah, I met a friend. Uh, I rented Shining Force 2, and I think there's part I was stuck on. So this guy in the class was always like drawing anime stuff, and I never actually talked to him before, but I knew he was into like stuff like that and so i went to him hey do you know how to do this and it's like oh yeah this is how you do it and then he became one of my best friends throughout middle school and high school nice oh, that's, that's, that's a cool. good story <laughs> yep games bringing people together right yeah. all right i think we uh we've exhausted that topic for the moment but we want to hear your favorite gaming memories that are like not within a game like things outside of games I really like this. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, no problem. All right. New game releases this week. Oh, thank you, Alex. You filled this in. Um, I think that was Alex. Hang on. Let me look at the... Yeah, that's Alex. All right. Um, so Telling Lies, which isn't an RPG, but I wanted to bring some attention to because it's kind of really cool. Um, there was a game that came out a few years ago called Her Story, and it was like an FMV style game. Um, I love that game. Yep. So the sequel is available now on PC and iOS. So Chris and I are going to dive into that probably today. Um, and then Bard's Tale 4, the director's cut, comes out this week on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, World of Warcraft Classic comes out this week. Um, I don't know if any of us are going to play that. Kelly? Mm -hmm. I know because I don't have a subscription right now. Right. So it at the so you have to either subscribe to it separately, or if you subscribe to regular World of Warcraft, you automatically get a uh, an in to the World of Warcraft Classic. Um, Pokemon Masters is coming to iOS and Android this week. Um, and then uh, Decay of Logos hits PS4, Switch, PC, and Xbox One. Um, Crystar launches on PS4 and PC. Vambrace Cold Soul comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Minoria comes to PC. I don't know what that one is. Do you want to remind me, Alex? Is this the um, Midora people? Yeah. Okay. 
So, right. Um, and then <laughs> two that I <laughs> two that I saw that I absolutely had to put on here is um, uh, I think I might have mentioned this last week, but there is a terribly translated visual novel coming to Switch called Pantsu Hunter. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I I saw that on I the eShop too. and wondered what the hell it was. It is a very, tr very badly translated, nostalgic-fueled uh, visual novel that is about a guy who discovers the secrets uh, of girls by sniffing their underwear. That sounds very classy. Yep. <laughs> 10 out of 10 game right there. All right. Yeah, I got reviewed on Nintendo World Report. I think they gave it a 4 out of 10. <laughs> I actually think our poor friend Shaman was the one that had to be responsible for reviewing that. So Shaman, my man, thank you for sacrificing so that we don't have to. Um, yes, and then uh, Astral Chain, which is not an RPG, but is still kind of relevant to our audience, is coming out this week. Um, so yeah, if you try it out. Um, write in and let us know because I'm kind of curious about the game. Oh, isn't the um, physical version of Collection of Mana coming out this week too? Um, I think so. That sounds right. I didn't put it on there because I didn't know if it was kind of worth talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I figured I'd mention it anyways. If you held out and aren't buying two copies like I am, um, you can get your physical copy sometime this week. Cool. All right. So just a reminder um, that this upcoming um, weekend, so uh, uh, August 31st, is going to be PAX. Um, so we will not have a regular show. I don't know if we're actually going to have a show at all. Probably not. It's sometimes a little challenging to record at PAX, um, unless apparently I'm very drunk and want to talk about <laughs> um, Rain Slick, Precipice of Darkness, and swear on the show. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was part of our 500th show <laughs> clip. So if you uh, missed that particular clip, you can you can go back to listen to it. I, I was I was really drunk. Um, yeah. So what is everybody going to be playing for the next two weeks? So, Kelly. Dragon Quest Builders. So and then when do you leave for Japan? Um, September 14th. Ooh, so we do get one more show with you. Maybe. 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 Hopefully. All right. We'll talk about that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jonathan, what are you going to play for the next couple of weeks? I'm going to finish up the alpha demo on Wasteland 3, and then I'm going to try to actually go through and get close to beating Fire Emblem. Ooh. So, and remind us which house you're playing. The one everyone else plays. The, was it Black Eagles? Black Eagles. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um... Peter, what are you going to play for the next couple of weeks? I am going to be uh, finishing Fire Emblem. I'm just going to put all my efforts into it so that I'll be ready for Astral Chains when that comes out, because I have that pre-ordered. Also, sorry, Jonathan, I didn't realize you were further behind than even I was. I wouldn't have had that <laughs> video up. <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention. You're good. Uh, okay, good. And right. then, um, Oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, there was one other. Oh, um, my buddy and I have actually been co-oping um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. So I'm going to try and get some time with him. Where I think we're on the last chapter. I just need to oh. get him to 
sit down for a little bit and it's like how we're co-oping borderlands uh well you know we were co-oping that until you know until you you felt guilty you decided to pull an Anna and quit on me. I did not. Oh, <laughs> I did not. Them's fighting I words. Know. It was mutual. That was a mutual breakup. You didn't have time that week, and then after that, it's like nobody wanted to do anything. Chris, you got very Tommy Wiseau there. That I did not. <laughs> You're tearing, You're tearing me, me apart, leader. <laughs> gotta do it right, Anna. Excuse me, the, my put bad. The, put the new person the name in <sighs> all right um when when's when's uh small unit due mm. small unit is due in give or take three weeks cool and then alex what are you gonna be playing for the next few weeks because we're gonna never see you again after this i know it uh, well it might be easier hockey season's easier than cricket season <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I want things to you never thought you would hear on RPG Cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna finish off uh, Judgment and probably Three Houses, and I have a new review code that I need to play at some point. Oh, did that go out on the email? Do I know what that is? Yeah, uh, probably not. Okay. But yeah, it's um, embargoed. So I'm not gonna talk about it yet. Chris. Yes. What are you going to play for the next couple I'm going to finish Fire Emblem. Uh, I didn't think this through. What am I going to do while I'm away? So that means the Switch, right? Yep. It has to be the Switch because nothing exists but the Switch. Uh, mm, uh, I should be getting back to Final Fantasy XIV after Fire Emblem. That's Ooh. what I'm supposed to do. But... That can't be played on the Switch. Unfortunately. He says with such a bitter tone in his voice. Hey, I have Bastion on the Switch. I'm looking at it right now. I already bought it on sale at some point. Cool. Ooh. Or cool. (laughs) Maybe I'll play that. All right. um, We're going to play Telling Lies together. Yes. So that'll be something. Yes. We talked about that while you were out of the room. Yeah, and then there's... um, should we get a Genesis Mini and play that a billion times in the hotel room? Mm. No, not really Sega Kids. Vito? I got one of those. I mean, I had a Genesis as a child. What do you think, Peter? No, I mean, I've got one of those coming. I don't know oh. when it's supposed to release soon. I know that it's going to be when I'm in Japan. Yeah. So, so I'm going to have to halt my mail. What about but... Pantsu Hunter? What's this game? It looks good. You were, no. No. You were Is out of the not? room when we discussed it. What about Pokemon Masters? Uh, That's you'll on have iOS. To... We'll have to play yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, you can try it out. I'm, I don't know if I'm interested in is it. it so. What is it? Gotcha. I will also be playing that. Isn't this like bad microtransaction land? Um, yes. It's microtransaction <laughs> land. Har- it, jury is out on whether it's bad or not because what is available in Spoilers Japan is often not what's available in North America. So we shall see. Hmm. It's from DNA, so I don't know. Could go either way. Yep. All right. Well, we'll try that. Okay. Maybe I'll play Pokemon Go the whole weekend. Because I'll actually be in a city where I don't have to hack to find Pokestops. You're going to Pokemon Go to the polls. Jiraichi is out, so. To what? What? The Gen 4 Mythical. Yeah, the Um, little flying thing with bells on it. 
Okay. Chim chime. No. No? No. That's a flying thing with bells on it. Yeah, this is a legendary, not a poopy. Oh. How dare you poop on chime chime? Chime chime. All right. All right. I am going to continue playing um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm going to attempt to finish um, Omega Labyrinth Life. And then I'm going to go to PAX. Enjoy PAX. Safe travels. Thank you. All right. I think that's a show, guys. Hey, I, I dare you to play Omega Labyrinth on the plane. <laughs> I totally will. <laughs> I'll report to you how it goes. Please do. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris will no longer be sitting beside me on the plane. No. No, I just figured you would opt out. Why? Because I'm going to be playing Omega Labyrinth Life on the plane. Oh, you! Oh, I'm going to change my seat now. You. <laughs> you. You know, maybe him not paying attention to anything that I say is going to come in handy. Ooh. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will see you in two weeks. That's disgusting. Bye. Hey, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.